Are we up? We are up. We are live. We are. We, we are, are up. up. Let me just see. Do I got to go live on here? Nope. Instagram is going to have to lose. That's all good. It's they'll all be good. Fine. Yeah, they'll be all right. We'll <laughs> they'll be from, all right. Yeah, remove that from the feed. All right. But yes. Oh, he got rid of quick. He said, yeah, hey, yeah, no. <laughs> no point of wasting hey. time. But before we get the introductions, because obviously we got a special co-host in the building, the G, I do have an opening question for you fellas. Yes, sir. What's up? One has to get removed from the annals of history forever. The Stone Cold Steve Austin King of the Rain 1996 promo or the formation of the NWO? Which one stays? Which one goes? And when I say gone for the annals of history, like it never existed. You you already know what I'm picking. Yeah, I'm saying NWO. Really? Oh, I'm not getting rid of the NWO. NWO is here forever. Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Nah, I'm sorry. Like, I can't do it. I understand we hate somebody that's involved with it, but that's not the point. So it's not, it's not even that for me. It's not even that for me. Uh, like, bro, Stone Cold was a monumental moment in, in wrestling history, bro. Like, without that promo, without him winning King of the Ring, bro, we'll never have that that resurgence of WWF or WWE, you know what I'm saying, being on top. Hell, you can even mark that as the real – moment where it started the attitude era again bro nobody was saying ass and all that type of shit you know what i'm saying he brought it up there so see i say stone cold because while the nwo was important i just like the idea of kevin nash and scott hall staying in wwe Mm. and then you got the mega matches like you get a stone cold with like a badass diesel or um Raise the Ramon, you know what I mean? I just feel like, and then truthfully, you could do an NWO in WWE in like 1997, 1998 instead of doing DX. Yeah. 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 Hey, I, man. I you, you already know who I, who I was rocking with when I was a kid, bro. So. Oh, yeah. 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 You, 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 you NWO out. You good. For life. Yeah. You good. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not saying it's an easy, like an easy, like takeaway NWO, but man, I get it. Not nah, respect. Cold, though, sir. Hey, bro. And, then, and then of course our brother Lorenzo, man. First of all, man, you, you disappeared on us, man. One second, boys. Yeah, no, hey. say nothing. Why you do yeah. that, bro? Oh, there, there. I was getting. There. I was. I was. I was. I was sharing. I was just sharing the stream. We back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all want to know? Yeah, yeah. You gotta take away Austin in this situation because I feel like we got so many more moments verbally and just performance-wise with Austin that like we can consider, you know, world-building moments for Austin inside of the WWF WWE. But you can't you can't get rid of that, and you just you can't you can't you just can't. It's 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 more of a monumental moment in the pantheon of wrestling and on wrestling television. You dig what I'm saying? So I I I, I, I will go with that. Okay, yeah. So a good divide in the <laughs> a good divide in the group. But with that being said, let's get started. Let's start the show. Sir.
We are live, ladies and gentlemen. What is going on, everybody? Nolo, go ahead and do the intro for us. And welcome, everyone, to the 155th volume of the Black Guy Wrestling Podcast. Yes, 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 yes. yes. 155, our, what is our fifth time on the stream? You know what I mean? Numbers is looking beautiful. And I feel like midway through, it's that time of the year. We got to spend, you know, you know, as always, we don't do guests on this show. What do we do? We do co-host. And this is family. Family, no. man. Yeah. And if you think about it, right, the evolution, right, because this brother was on with 140, right, Locked mm-hmm. in when we was at the old crib, the old spot. You know what I mean? Where nobody could see anybody's face. Nope. <laughs> that we tapped in at 125 last March. Excellent episode. And now, for the first time, visually, the people are going to, starting to see. So, let's not waste any time. Coming in first, it is Scotland Underwood. Coming in second, it's your boy, Solo Nolo Green. Coming in third, but always get the last word. <laughs> Is a boy that's never late for the party. D-Mac motherfucking party, man. Come on, come on. Oh, God. And of course, coming in fourth. Well, shout out to Chaz. <laughs> but we'll coming in, we'll up eventually. Yeah, but coming in fourth, my brother, go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Y'all already know who it is, man. Y'all always had the utmost respect. Y'all always had it. It's me. AJ yes. Styles, pretty low for real. Y'all know what it is, man. Love y'all, man. Appreciate yes. y'all, boys. Happy yes. Sunday. Happy Sunday, brother man. Look, Happy Sunday. I've been man. excited for this all week. Yeah, it's only yeah. right, man. My dog yeah. from Philadelphia, you know what I'm saying? Where Manny is taking place at. So it's only yes, right sir. to have my dog, you know what I'm saying, on here, man. I feel like he's like a brother for another mother. Very intelligent brother, man, and always, you know, excited to hear his wrestling takes and stuff like that. So, man, man, welcome back to the pod, my brother. Yes, sir. And also appreciate coming, you, in, appreciate y'all boys. coming in, coming in six real quick. Oh, yeah. Making a, making a sneak appearance. Hey, <laughs> Zachariah, yeah. young Zach in the building. You know young what I mean? Zach, no Morris. Exactly. You got to tap in. You got to tap in. But of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Pandora, YouTube. Of course, Go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button. And if you're tapping into us right now, please leave us a comment. Tell us what you think about what we're doing. And um, am I missing anything? Am I missing anything? Nah. Nah. Oh, yes. Pod Dealers Network. What's good, fam? <laughs> yes, sir. Shout out Pod Dealers. This episode of Pod, uh, BGW is presented by Rose. <laughs> Rose? <laughs> from, from Target. Yes, sir. Yeah, oh, mine, I'm on that Eli Craig right here, man. Come on. All right. You fancy yeah. with it. Yeah, but I had to bring that red solo back because my dog here, you know what I'm saying? But he got fancy on me, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the reason why I did that, my boys, is because I really wanted to be around, you know what I mean, for the 150, but I was having a crippling sickness at the time. Um, and I wasn't able to be with y'all verbally and visually as I am now, but uh, I, just, I just wanted to celebrate, you know what I mean? So, I'm yes. keeping it real 60s. I got the yellowtail Chardonnay. I have the yellowtail, please, as they say on the uh, old ads back in the day. And, and that they put on still in retrospect. So just got to celebrate with my boys this Sunday, man. Amen. Absolutely. So cheers to you, my brother. Love, love, love. Yeah. 
with that being said, before we dive into the graps, man, what's been going on with you, man? You know what I mean? Like, like I said, it's been a year since you've been on the podcast. Obviously, we've been in touch within that year span. You know what I mean? We finally get to link up in Philly. You know what I mean? Big, big moment. But what's been going on with you, bro, in this this last year? You know what I mean? How's your mental? How's everything been going? Well, y'all know what it is with me, man. I don't, I don't do too much blogging. I just I just run around my town a lot. I do a lot of jogging. You know what I mean? Uh, but in these, in these last uh, couple of months, definitely uh, settling in uh, to new situations, new professional situations. Um, I'm definitely feeling uh, in, in, in very high spirits. I'm feeling very confident um, in the person that I am becoming. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like, uh, you know, that this is like my time. You know what I mean? And we always talk about protecting the inner child in, in regards to mental health and things like that, especially in regards to us as black people, black men. Um, for you know, for us four specifically, um, and you know, with this wrestling thing, right? Um, it's a thing that I've come to appreciate, critique, um, all of these things, right? And I think about the inner child in me. This was like the first spectacle, like the first phenomena, um, that I basically became enthralled with, and um, you know, mania as an event, you know, mania as what it is, what it's been throughout the history. The, the the brain is the brainchild of a person that we're trying to, you know, tell the truth about and not necessarily give him too many, uh, how can I say it, uh, too much more graces, right? Um, but just thinking about this arena, you know, the Federation as it were, now it's WWE. Um, it's, it's the product that's near and dear to me, right? And, and it's kind of a difficult time to be engaging with the product, right? Just being honest, um, thinking about my generation, right? Like, I, you know, I was born in 9 too. Um, and so I'm more of the WWF like ilk, you know what I mean? Like I said, like y'all all remind me of my big brothers down south, my brothers up here, like Jim Crockett, WCW to the death. That's what they do. That's what they did. You know what I mean? But once I came around, it was like ECW, WWF type stuff. And, you know, as a child, Mania came in 99. I was about seven years old. Um, you know, Mania 15 as an event in the grand scheme of Mania is not like top five, top 10 or anything. Um, but it was something that um, provided me at that time with a uh, just something to look forward to, man, just coming from the city and just in, and especially in my neighborhood, um, as it were. Um, but after 25 years, mania coming back, um, you know, knowing that we have something to look forward to. I mean, the stuff to spend money on. Right. It's a very fucking expensive thing. Being honest about it. Right. As y'all have touched on. You dig what I'm saying? Um, but it's a very exciting time. And I think that, you know, it's a lot of nuance right now. Um, but I'm definitely trying to do my best to take care of my family, take care of myself, um, and, and, and just protect that inner child. And I just, you know, spending that, spending this money, having help to spend the money from family and things mm -hmm. like that. Um, it's, 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 it's just helping me feel like I have like a lot of support, uh, to do those things to protect that inner child, to uh, still be able to have fun at this age. Um, even though it's serious stuff going on in the world, even though it's jobs to get, it's new interviews to try to schedule, um, but I'm taking it day by day, man. And especially in this city, um, you know, I've done a lot of different things, but I, ha I have my hand in a lot of the spaces that's trying to make this city better. Um, and is, is in regards to, you know, city governance and different organizations, you know, electoral board, all of these things. Um, and it's a stressful thing, right, to constantly trying to be figuring out the ways in which to make a, a, a murder capital, one of the murder capitals of, the, of these United States, right, um, better and safer black people. Um, and with this whole mania thing going on, it's a lot of different things that I'm trying to be a part of to make the experience 
better for visitors coming into the city based on some of the things that's happening right now. Because mm-hmm. um, a lot of people aren't being taken care of. It's a lot that's being done, but it's a lot of like touristy things happening, right? We got the World Cup coming in 2026. Um, a bunch of different conventions come through here all the time. We got Mania coming. Um, it's a lot being talked about. An MLB All-Star game coming up pretty soon. No low, we're going to talk. Um, but it's a lot that we got to do to make this city better so that the people coming in, right, are going to have the best time as possible. But also when the people leave, what are we going to do for the people that's still here? So I'm knee-deep in a lot of that work right now and a lot of this youth work, but also trying to get the locker room lead off of the ground which in March will definitely be much more of a consistent thing um, going into April, right, going into Mania season. So working on that content, working on other different creative projects outside of the wrestling space as well. Um, but that's been pretty much what's been going on with me right now, man. But I just hope that, you know, when April comes, that, you know, when everybody come, when y'all come, that, you know, the city will be very welcoming. Um, it's, just, it's just a very positive space for y'all. So I've just been working on a lot of those things. And, um, you know, with that being said, just trying to take care of myself as well. Y'all help me out a lot on the weekly listening to y'all episodes, you know, you know, like I said, like, I know y'all, I can always call y'all, but like, I feel like listening to that pod that week or, you know what I mean? Just like tapping in with y'all visually as I'm able to do now, that helps me out a lot. Like the content that I'm able to take in, right? Because there's a lot of content when it comes to this, right? I'm about to shut up. It's, it's a lot of content no, when it comes to this. I know, I know. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? For brevity, I, you know, just, just so y'all know what a bookmark is. Um, it's a lot of wrestling content, right? That we, that we, uh, that, that we that we consume and you know watch and you know the what culture the this the that the you know everybody right and, and shout out to everybody that's kind of closer to our ilk um but y'all were the first people to detect me and invite me on to something um for the first time um and so you know just with all of that being said when i'm listening to y'all and i'm listening to the almanac you know what i mean like it's like it's different than like watching any old wrestling product right or just wrestling product in and of itself because it's people like myself it's people who i identify with it's people that remind me of my own blood that's kind of like with me while I'm doing these things, trekking throughout the city, trying to make shit better for these youth, for these women, for ourselves as men. Um, and for the and for the folks to come and for the and for the future children of Philadelphia that is growing up in all of this, right? That's gonna be hopefully be our age one day. So that's you know, that's kind of just been like the uh the, the type of time I've been on, man, as they say here in the city. So I hope all of that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty much what's been going on lately as for me, man. But I, I appreciate being given the space. Oh, very eloquent as you man. always are, brother. Yes, yes. First of all, man, you know I our space. Y'all, man. Our space is always trying to make it make sense, man. Oh, no, you made it made a wonderful, oh, yeah. wonderful sense. Man. Yeah, yeah. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> made wonderful sense. But with that being said, fellas, of course, we got to talk about the graphs. We're about to get into it. Obviously, we're starting with number uno uh, um, this past Friday. SmackDown, Versace, Versace huh. best. Yeah, exactly. Ball head. <laughs> Ball head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, the Rock, leaning into the heel work. You know what I mean? We begin. It's like we got a hybrid of '90s Rock and Hollywood Rock. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Now, before we dive into like the mm-hmm. conspiracies of the promo and everything like that, obviously. I think promo-wise, in the entire time The Rock has returned back and forth with WWE, this might have been like a vintage Rock promo. Like everything was hitting on all cylinders. Like his way, like it's like in a moment he like switched and you could tell that he's back to having like fun with doing the promos. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, What did you guys think overall of the presentation of 
the rock like did it did it exceed what you were expecting him to do were you entertained let's start with nolo what did you think man hey man i feel like this is what we all been asking for when we wanted the rock to return uh he's into a prominent role outside of the ring so why not go back to the prominent role that he is of not even like the head of the family, but as another part of the, uh, the bloodline. And he just looked like straight up head boss when he walked back outside. And when you saw him come out that uh, come down the ramp, it was just an amazing thing to see. I loved it. Uh, him talking shit to all of the fans brought me back to my childhood. Man said he was about to slap the herpes off your face. Come on, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. That's amazing. I don't, I, I don't understand. I don't know. Yo. Oh, Look. real quick. I didn't. I don't know about y'all, but when he called the crowd, uh, what do you call it? Piece of oh, monkey God. crap. Come on, <laughs> like that restored the feeling right there, bro. Bro, bro <laughs> it all back. My dog. I I got into a spirited argument last night because I met a fan who did not like the Rock coming back, like as a heel. And I was like, what do you mean? What do you did you not enjoy Hollywood rock? What is your problem? I need to know your understanding. He said, nah, man, he's about to be running for president and stuff. He doesn't need to be doing that. And I said, stop it. You're the reason people be hating. Use a hater. Get better. Do better with yourself. Come on, why, why are you hating on this like majestic run he about to go on in the storyline we about to get? And then when he eventually turns on Robert Braids, it's gonna be moving mountains. Come on, bro. Yeah, I, I think I think it's a for one when going back to what Nick said about how it was a hybrid, even to like his wardrobe, it was a hybrid of the Hollywood mixed with the Venice rock because the Hollywood rock had the leather vest, the Venice rock had the Versace shirts. The nigga made a Versace vest. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, <and> they <laughs> had a Versace vest. Like, what the right. fuck? Like, this nigga had put both of that shit together. So when I seen it, I was like, oh, shit. We never, like, to be honest with you, we never seen, we seen bits and pieces of this rock, but we never seen this version of them. And that's what's, that's what's captivating to me is that each time that he did come back, he came back a new version of himself, almost like ramped up, if you will. So with him, like with the little details of him coming down with the Versace vest and turning on to this, this new hill character, well, not new hill character, but the hill character of the rock that we all know and love, because be honest with you, like be honest, like the greatest version of the rock, it hasn't been the face rock. Like every time that he was on point, it was, he was always the heel, like to Stone Cold when he when he got ready um away from the Rocky Maivia role when he uh went to the Nation of Domination he was the heel character. I mean it was points where he was the face and everything, but we loved him because he was the heel. Even and I'm I'm kind of going off track, but like with Rick with Ric Flair, like we know like we love everybody loves Ric Flair, but we love the hill version of Ric Flair. And that's why we all, you know, came about it and we got into that character. So when the rock came and kind of got forced to this, I think he loved this part of it, even though it's not even planned. I think he loved the challenge of, okay, we got to, we got to change on the fly 
and okay, I'm gonna go heel. And he's embracing that character. So anytime a wrestler has that 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 resurgence in that feel of okay, I have a challenge in front of me and accepting the challenge and embracing that character, I think we're gonna get the best version of that particular wrestler. And right now we're about to get the best version of one of the top wrestlers of all time. And like he say, and I hate to be cliche about it, but let's enjoy the ride. Mm-hmm. Let's enjoy the ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Lorenzo, what do you think, bro? So, you know, when it comes to this wrestling thing, as I said, um, I love how we kind of have like our styles of how we like talk about wrestling and like what parts of the industry interest you or, you know what I mean? And, you know, at, you know, for me, I'm very big picture. I'm very interested in how wrestling um, finds itself um, being able to get into the mainstream, right? How this phenomenon that affects us so, uh, this, it impacts us so greatly, right? We watch so much of this, so much of these hours of television throughout the week. We put in so many, so much time into the years in which we watch this thing. And the point to which how this phenomenon that's very important to us becomes important to them, the greater uh, mainstream, right? I'm just, I'm just very obsessed and interested in that, right? Very big picture when it comes to this wrestling thing. Um, and the la- these last few weeks that Dwayne has been on Friday Night SmackDown, you've, you, you've seen like the trough like increase, right? You've seen the ratings go up. We, we know who's watching now that this man is back. Um, and it's people who do kind of find a bit of an issue now. It's kind of like taboo, right? That that the Rock is going back to wrestling. He's involved so greatly in Hollywood. He has his hand in politics to a degree. Um, but this, at this moment is probably the most magnified that pro wrestling has ever been in the history of like it's, it's, it's existence. Um, there's certain moments, right. There's mm-hmm. definitely things we can call back to and walk back to this. Like that was the height. And I think even thinking about, and I, you know, I'm about to get into Friday specifically, but I just want to provide some, uh, you know, a bit of a forward here. Um, pro wrestling is one of those things that. Again, it's taboo to certain folks, but if it gets into the mainstream in a certain way, if a certain character or a certain human being is captivating as a character, people are going to, like, get into that, right? And so this is, like, again, like, probably like the most that wrestling has been seen on this scale, right? And I think that it goes back to cable television, right? Even going back to the days of the Monday Night Wars. Like, there was only but so many channels on television, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, people didn't have Netflix. People didn't have, you know, they probably had some VHS tapes. They probably had some home movies. They had books. They had radio. But there were less channels on television. So you definitely were turning on USA or TNT on a Monday night, right? And, cert- like, it was a, a mass amount of people in America that was tuning into that because it was commonplace in America to watch pro wrestling. Now, 20, 30 years later, it's not so much commonplace to watch wrestling. It's much more so of a niche. But now the niche has a chance again to be as huge as it once was in 1998 when there were less channels on television. Now, entering Dwayne and Rock Johnson in 2024, you basically have the biggest star in the world who not necessarily, right? We always get guys that come into Mania season and come into wrestling who have already established a name in Hollywood. And then they bring them into wrestling to get more eyes on the wrestling product. But now what we have is a homegrown, a industry-grown person, man, male, from the bloodline, pun intended, no pun intended, do what you want to do with that, that he's from, become who he's become, not only in wrestling, but in, but in television and in movies. Circle back to pro wrestling 
and is garnering the response, is garnering the uh, the Laps fans that's coming back. He's garnering uh, Good Morning America, Pat McAfee, right? And Pat McAfee is a big part of WWE now, and that's all we're finding. That's perfect. But this is this is very unprecedented, and the way that in the ways in which we've been talking about what's going to happen, what is the match going to be in the face of all of this VKM drama. This is the most unprecedented time in not only wrestling's but in the WWE's history. And Friday night, once this man comes out, looking like how he once looked, right? But he remixes it, right, a bit, just like how Max said. It's it's it's, it's a taste of a few of these things from back in the day, but it's a new recipe, right? It has some of these old things in it, right? These old parts of who he is and who his family is, but now. In, in in character and in real life, he's on the board of directors of this company, right? And now he's coming in as like a producer, a performer, a writer through his guy, right? In his in his in his company, and like this has never happened before. And we're going into a WrestleMania season in which the stock price needs help, and so this is why we're seeing what we're seeing. So that's a little bit of foreground. Friday night comes right now again. When he faced up against with his cousin, when they faced off that night, that that was a lot because we we didn't know what we were being told. Number one, we got the head of the table comment. Number two, we got the face off with Roman. This time, we got him unfiltered, unprecedented in the ring for like 15 minutes, pretty much just freestyling. I don't think that any – and Dwayne has been critiqued on his promo, but this was really him returning to the essence of what he knows how to do. For me, he's so good that I found myself nitpicking the promo as he was giving it live. And I'm a person who has to realize this is a man that's coming back into the thing that he was homegrown in. But I, I, I may want to provide a few notes because we watch wrestling every week. We watch promos every week, right? But now we're seeing him a bit more consistently. I found myself nitpicking at a few things, right? Mm-hmm. Even at the end when it seemed that it was some type of coding in the way in which he raised up the one, right? We're not necessarily making the fist. So I found myself nitpicking certain things, but at the end, when, when the copyright um, watermark pops up on the screen, I'm just like, well, too fucking shay. Because you can get up there, come out, look how you look, and the way that old fans remember you to a degree, even certain casual fans remember how that kind of looks, that 1998, 1999 rock look, even into the you know mid-2000s with the Hollywood vest shirt open type deal. But it's a familiarity. They know what's going on. He, he did what he wanted to do. He really flexed his power, the power that he has in the company, the power that he has going into this mania season with pretty much, I think, kind of tweaking things to a degree, and the power to be able to say some of these things in the ring that hasn't been said in years. Now, things are kind of always kind of like touched on or, you know what I mean? But like the, 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 the flat out insults, we really haven't heard to that degree in quite a while. And... I mean, it's, it's he's, he's putting on a fucking show. He's the master showman of this thing. He's Mount Rushmore of promos. He's Mount Rushmore of wrestlers that turn into stars. I mean, this 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 is this is fucking insane. We've never seen nothing like this before. So I feel the the key thing with the Rock coming back. Two things actually. Number one, I feel like what's getting lost in like the whole grand totality of this this entire thing is that this is the fortieth. WrestleMania, right? That right there is a milestone in itself. You know what I mean? Like, like we are now what ten minutes away from WrestleMania fifty, right? 
And it's something always about the milestone WrestleManias, 1, 10, 20, 30. They felt like gigantic events outside of, like, the regular WrestleMania, right? And like like you were saying, bro, typically they'll run to the middle. They'll get the biggest celebrity they can get. It just so happened that the biggest celebrity that they've gotten is exactly what you're saying, a homegrown talent, right? Now, with that being said, I think in The Rock's case, Oh snap! Hey, it's Chad. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you back oh. with a cigar again? That's oh, what you're doing. Came in here like Suge Knight. We we cooking. We cooking a little bit. We, we good right now. Oh, my man came in with the cigar. Okay, Chad. I'm about man? to get it started. What, what the fuck going on, <laughs> gentlemen? What's good? Chaz, I've been waiting to talk to you, my boy. What's good, baby? It's good. Yo, it's a pleasure to finally meet you and see you up here. Long time coming. I feel like I've known you for 20 plus years. Uh, fuck you, Matt, for no reason. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> y'all be bugging, bro. <laughs> Love you, Chaz. Love you, cousin. Oh, Listen, y'all be going oh, ahead. No, in. but it's a pleasure. It was a pleasure. And I love you all. So I'm glad oh, to be bro. here. Good to see you, man. Yes, sir. But uh, yeah, so we're... Happy to see you, brother. Yeah, so we talking about um talking about obviously the Rock and Roman and everything like that, and what I was ultimately trying to get to is that, and I feel like it's an aspect of a lost art when a legend returns, right? They're universally loved. You know what I mean? Like it's very rare that a legend will return and he is booed unless he is genuinely disliked. You know what I mean? Because people get lost in the nostalgia. You know what I mean? This case is different because for the first time, you got to remember, there's a generation that only know The Rock as Dwayne Johnson in the Fast and the Furious movies. They know Dwayne Johnson that returned to host, um, what WrestleMania was it, 27, I believe, uh, the one in Atlanta, um, that know that Rock to the Rock that we're currently getting. They only know that one. Then there's a section of fans like us that remember 25 year old rock and what he was doing and wrestlemania 13 13 yeah Psh, the rocky my via the jerk the, the, you come on man yeah <laughs> come on yeah right the yeah. thing i love about this is for once it didn't feel like we were getting a pandering rock we didn't get the rock that was trying to be overly witty where it felt like it was being forced it didn't feel like we were getting a politician version of the rock it genuinely felt like we were getting a rock that's having fun. You know what I mean? Like you, like you can just tell in his energy case in point would be like when CM Punk returned to AEW, obviously people are happy to see you. You got to get back in the groove. But then remember when he locked back in and he started cutting them promos It's like, yo, we back at it. And I feel like that's the case for the rock. Keep in mind, this is only week one of this entire saga. We still got all the rest of February. We got all the way of March. You know what I mean? We got the Triple uh, triple H dynamic. What's going to happen when Cody and Rock face off? You know what I mean? It just felt like a very very fun version of what The Rock ultimately wanted. Yeah. And and one thing to caveat on what uh, Lorenzo said, you know, about you know, the rock, you know, coming at his own and homegrown. One thing we also haven't seen that's unprecedented is that 
the nigga on his name now. Oh so think about God. that energy. Oh. Think oh. about that energy that he has now. Like we all been saying, like you know, like Nick, you just said, you know, the Dwayne Johnson character, you know, not character, but the Dwayne Johnson that's in movies and everything. He owns mm-hmm. everything. You like, he owns his own IP. So everything about like the story, like even the backstory of you know the head of the table. He's on the He's at the table now. Like he's le- legit at the table of the company that his cousin is talking about. So who really like that could go into play on who's the real head of the table. Like he and Nick, you mentioned last week that he's the legit a high chief of the family. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the correct terminology of it. High chief. Uh, yeah, he, high chief. Yeah. He's he's, a, he's a, a legit high chief of that of that dynasty that he put up, you know, at the uh press conference the other week. So it's a lot of factors that we got to play into about like what's, what's going on with, you know, with the rock versus Roman. And then how the, 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 the production and the appearance of Roman now, like, like Roman now is almost, and I hate it. I don't want to say mid card because <laughs> he's not mid card. Oh, come on, dog. No, but I'm saying like he's he second he feel, fiddle. He feels, he's like second, yeah, he feels like his role is it's like I don't know if it's deliberate of how they're presenting Roman's character or just the persona of the rock now. And also I'm gonna leave off with this too. The rock been throwing tidbits even on the mainstream about the relationship between him and Roman, even even Lil Boy and him forever. Like the Fast and Furious movies, he he brought them to them. Young Rock, the um series that he had, he threw a little tidbit about like Lil Roman was you know was wrestling on his neck, and he I think he came home, he he was either home for college or he was about to go to college, but Roman was trying to play wrestle with him, and he was like, no, this match between us, it can't happen here in the living room, it gotta happen at a big stage at WrestleMania. So he's been throwing that little tidbit out there that something big is going to happen between them, even outside of wrestling. So it's it's like with me, you know, like I and and, and hopefully, and I know like Lorenzo and all of you guys, like y'all y'all wrestling historians, and, and Nick, you probably like the biggest historian that we have on here. But like we. We look at little things. We 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 go to the VTS tapes. We 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 check these guys out when they on you know podcasts and stuff. Even we podcasts when on wasn't uh, available. We seen them on uh show like, like shock jock shows like uh was Howard Stern and stuff like that to oh, see if if stuff like that will car- carry over to to Raw or SmackDown, Nitro, Thunder, stuff like that. So the Brock has he's been in that era. So he knows how big it is when he goes to these other platforms that kind of tie it in to the hardcore wrestling fans. So I'm I'm just excited. Yeah. Chaz, Chaz what has you- got to say? Yeah, yeah. Nigga. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> My man. <laughs> no, um, I agree with all you. I'm pretty sure everybody's sentiment was kind of on the same on, on the same par. Um, you know, like I said in the group chat, like the the this is what it means to me 
when when you say the feeling is restored, this is what it means. Because when we all saw it, I said, no, this nigga didn't. Pull out a Ricky Starks. No, nah, I'm joking. No, this wow. nigga didn't. Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh. <laughs> I know you ain't called that man, Ricky. <laughs> My bad. Oh, I'm man. sorry. I'm sorry. It was there on the table. Anyway, um, not no, talk- didn't. Like, that's Pull not his a- grandson. Get out of here. You right. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, this nigga didn't come out in a, a Versace vest. I ain't never seen Rod do no shit like that. Like, it was just, okay, he's really about to go Super Saiyan God mode heel, and we about to enjoy the ride. Um, Because, again, and Mac, you hit on the head, and, I, and Nick, you spoke to last week, we've never seen what this rock is, right? We've had tidbits of in different generations, different era of rock here, you know, corporate, corporate ministry rock and nation of domination rock and, you know, Rocky Maivia, um, the Brahma Bull, the People's Champ, Hollywood rock, right? We've had all those entities. Then we had, we had I don't know what you want to label the rock when he was going against Cena, um, but even that, that version. President. Had, yeah, political rock. Okay, yeah, I like it. <laughs> right. So you have all these different elements. It seemed like every last one of those things built up from the last 20 plus years to now is all right here, right? Like it just feels like we're in this, we not weird, but a magical kind of moment where you really got to, you really got to have a deep appreciation for who the rock is, who the rock was, who the rock is and who, and what it's going to be. Um, so really, like you said, man, to really enjoy the, the magic that's about to happen because I didn't know this person existed, but buddy, we about to get a fucking movie for the next month and a half. Um, and then again, another place now because it's not just a lot of times when Rock was going against other people, it, you know, he was like the top villain outside of you know Stone Cold, where it was like his match Cena again. It felt like for the most part, Mike wise, Cena was giving it to him. Um, but again, it still was kind of, you know, some rock, some Cena. You have two alpha dogs that's at the top of their game in Roman Reigns now. Because, again, you couldn't have probably got this back in. It just didn't feel like, like Max said, like the timing probably should have happened, but it just didn't feel like. But at the same time, it was like, oh, we didn't know we was going to get this version of rock. We were, we were on the one spectrum of seeing, you know, a motherfucker coming out. Black beater, kind of trying to figure out who he's going to be, still kind of political. We didn't know this version existed. So then now to see this and to know who Roman is and what Roman represents and what Roman's been for the past five years plus, I, I just, I'm scared in a good way. Like, because I don't know what's going to be. And that's the that's the beauty of it, like Mac always says, the beauty of the unknown. Because we kind of figured that it's going to be some type of plot twist at the end. But we just don't know how it's gonna look, so I'm just excited to see how we how what the role looks like and how does it end. So forget all the sentimental shit. Let's get to the conspiracies. Let's get our hotep on, right? <laughs> Before you even go to there, I just want to uh, mention one thing that they said. Uh, what happened right after his promo? The bloodline left the ring. The bloodline left the ring after the show was over, and. Even though The Rock had called the Utah fans inbreds and this, like pretty much their whole religion, and said he's gonna slap the herpes off a nigga face, 
they cheered for him and he did his famous you know uh taunt on the turnbuckles to you know acknowledge the fans so it seems like everybody have the same sentiment that they enjoying this rock right now damn dog yeah. you was you was deep in the trenches yeah, he was. I didn't look at him. I, I, I was did. gonna say yeah. I didn't even see that. I'm very. I, I, mean, I saw very it, but I, I, man. I, I'm at yo. I'm actually surprised. Look at him. Wow. Looking at the game tape. <laughs> but I told y'all I'd be doing that shit, bro. But y'all be my character. No, calls no, me no, no. Not to. to be fair, <laughs> we give you WWE. That's just kind of it's AEW. That's that's the the problem. I watch it. I just act like I don't watch Mac, it. Mac, it's all right. It's, it's all right. <laughs> no, you but... got a lot of me, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I don't watch that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but to to go to your point, right? This is where like you got to have love with like the 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 conspiracies of how deep some of these people are taking it, right? So obviously, the one the first one I saw was the throwback to when he joined the nation of domination in his first promo with the nation of how, when he joined the nation, he did his initial like die Rocky die promo. The nation was kind of tucked over to the side and he was like standing the focal point. If you look at this promo, the bloodline was all the way to the side of the ring and the rock is the centerpiece, right? Is that a reach? Yes, very much so. Mm-hmm. Nobody's thinking about a nation of domination promo from 1997 in, in this situation. I will. I but, will. Yeah, I, but I, I was watching them chits <laughs> last night. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other one is you kind of alluded to it earlier, Mac. The fact that he did not acknowledge, like Roman said, the Rock has joined the bloodline. Typically, in the if you've seen this story, people have joined the bloodline. They acknowledge Roman Reigns as their tribal chief. This nigga Rock just called him his cousin. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's supposed he to call him. I mean, I'm about to say he is, <laughs> but he's no. Supposed to call mean, if you if you if you part of the bloodline, the the story is you acknowledge Roman Reigns as your tribal chief. And the only nigga that didn't, well, he on Raw. Hey, you gotta think. Are you right? But that's big. Hey, not not to go back to like big dog, but that, that is that's because like you ain't about to you ain't about to be out here trying to little bro me calling you the tribe. <laughs> <laughs> Man, ah. I what saw the, another theory. Yeah, what else? And um, I know this is a huge stretch, but this is kind of more so. If you're an art historian, so if you look at a lot of the, I want to say Renaissance era art pieces that was done by Leonardo da Vinci, especially the Last Supper, um, I think it was either Judas or somebody else. So basically, if you look, because you know how Rock had the, like the one, but it was like an L, right? So I seen one theory. It was like, oh, well, that's the Rock signs of saying like he's gonna be the Judas that turns on them in the end. Again. I, you can take it for what you want to take it. I just saw it. I chuckled because I was like, oh, okay, I get it. But, I, I mean, I don't know if niggas was in the backstage like, hey, let's do the last supper pose and let's see how it goes over. Again, it's you a reach. Know. It's a reach. I don't know. <laughs> I saw it. I Thank said, you. all right, and I went back to my day. <laughs> I didn't buy much into it. 
And I seen like another conspiracy when he was saying that he was gonna make you know all in his power that he was gonna ensure that you was gonna lose, but he never clarified who was gonna lose. But he pointed, he pointed at Rome. Roman. Rome, yeah, yeah. So, mm. Lorenzo, what do you think? Yeah. So one of my first questions is, and, I, and this this is, you know, I've been kind of like just hearing a few things, rankings. Right, you know, I, you know, I think you know, you're gonna be doing some, you know, mob type talk tonight. So I, you know, rankings in these organizations or in these families, right? My question is: Is the ranking of tribal chief lower than high chief? It yes. yes. Could we say that? Okay. Yes. So. Oh really? I didn't know that. Based... Oh, so the tribal chief's the highest? Oh no, no. Excuse me. I apologize. I got it wrong. The the high chief. Is okay. is the highest one. Yeah, I apologize. Okay. Gotcha. I apologize. So I think in that situation, right, and just knowing who the man is that is now a high chief, it's 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 kind of like I guess I guess what we're what we're I'm 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 surmising here, right? But what I'm kind of seeing is that the high chief wouldn't necessarily acknowledge the tribal chief verbally in that way since he ranks higher. I know. Can yes. I say? Can I no. say? One, can I say one thing though? Can I say one thing? I think the Please. key. The, I think the key in all of it is the only person delusional to that is Roman Reigns. Is Roman? Okay. Yeah. That's all. all that, right. Yeah. So when I originally brought that up, it wasn't that I want the Rock to acknowledge Roman Reigns. No. 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 Chief. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just. It, yeah. it is a a ploy yeah. that this nigga yes. is so. And I, I have no problem saying it. He is so terrified of the Rock's influence that he, like, he is like you got to convince yourself the Rock is in the bloodline because of me. No, nigga, you are a checker piece in the Rock's chess game. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but please continue, my brother. No, so that's just like that. That that was just something I was just like thinking about as you were saying that. Um, but where I am in all of this is that there is something and, you know, just by nature of the business. Right. And kind of like taking things out of the big picture for a minute, just kind of, you know, kind of slowly descending into the actual story, actual case. We're we're brewing something here. Something is definitely cooking. No pun intended. Pun intended. <laughs> I think that. So I, and it's something right? I, I, I've seen a Instagram post. And what it had was, and I, and I can't necessarily name it all here, but it named the number of times that someone from this family, a la the bloodline, has main evented WrestleMania. Um, and, and, and I think it was something about like 14, 15 manias, something like that. Um, granted that Dwayne takes up a, a good percentage of those. Um, and, and Roman is kind of, you know, is you know you're, you know he's he's adding on to his as well, sort of like how LeBron was getting MVPs. Um, we can definitely add like these next two or three manias to that, and pretty soon it'll be like at at some point when we probably do get the WrestleMania fifty, it it'll probably be almost half. Wasn't Yoka's maybe I don't know, and that's probably to stretch that? too. I'm sorry, I mean, say that again because you were talking about the list. Ain't Yokozuna? Related to them as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yes. So, all right. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so. You know what I mean? So they counted that. When they listed them, they definitely listed them all yeah. out. It was on the green. Yeah. But it was a tweet 
because you know the content looked like it was from X from Twitter. Um, but it was like a screenshot that someone like you know had put up. Um, but it's 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 it's, it's definitely a backdoor um that's going uh be open because and and, and we looking at it right and kind of you know thinking about years ago right right here in this city the royal rumble and the response that the people of the city and i mean granted the overwhelming uh, wwe universe i guess the boot had to this that this man had to come out and help him out and point to him and all of these things this this formula to get roman to be a baby face again is is going to be uh, is, is epic it's epic already because of the response to Dwayne. And again, I want to shout out the Almanac show. Shout out my boys, Dre and Julio. They had said something a few months ago about how much of a long game that this is, right? And thinking about baseball analogy and how much, you know, someone like me loves those, right? Like uh, pretty much about like last, I would say like last October, like Julio and Dre said that these niggas is is like in the fourth inning. And this is, Mm. You dig what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm, and it's, so mm-hmm. it's like, yo, I'm like, well, damn, we didn't just had, I'm like, damn, boys, damn, the fourth inning? At, at that point in, when, in which they were saying that, I, I think they definitely were. I think they definitely were. And it was a long inning. It looked like it was only about, like, one out, and niggas just kept, they just hmm. kept cooking. Now they might be somewhere in the bottom of the fifth top six. But, yeah, it's, 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 it's a long game. We're looking at about two, three more manias. But it's a lot of things going on right now that I think that Dwayne is trying to fuck with us for us to pick out. Even certain things he was saying um, in Utah, right? Like, even, like, for the folks that's, like, watching this with, like, you know, a, a wink and a nod, like, okay, people like fucking Meltzer and those motherfuckers, right? Like, the way that they're watching this, I'm looking at it like, okay, coming outside of this story and knowing what Dwayne is trying to do for this business and for this television program, um, yeah, Roman is definitely going to get a huge rude awakening soon, man. And this, it's not, it's, 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 it's going to be epic for him because I'm really excited to see how people respond to Roman once the rock really does him dirty. Um, but yeah, this is, this is, this is, you know, and, and to kind of close this up for a minute to kind of, you know, get back to some big picture talk who here, and I'm sure, you know, certain folks are probably gonna be watching this probably seeing it. It was a huge phenomenon over the past few years. Who here has seen the succession finale? Okay. It's still on the bucket list. Got it. The show's great. I, I don't want to spoil you too much. You know what I mean? But you know, there's a there's a portion of this of the series finale where we're about to find out who's about to run the company. And there's a character who's been at a, you know, very prominent character in the show. He turns the corner with his regime. They walk up to the table, they shake the hands of the guys, they sign the thing. And it'll make sense probably when you see everything leading up to, to the episode in the finale, Chaz. But the point is, that's how I kind of imagine this rock thing and the way that it went down in the face of this VKM stuff, getting his own IP back, right? Being able to, and, and like, that is, that, that I like, and I'm sorry, boys, but like, that here in the midst of all of this is, is a very unprecedented thing that really, and I'm glad that Max said it, you own the rock now. Like he owns that. And just knowing what the landscape of a VKM federation used to be with image, name, and likeness. And if you're able to go elsewhere with that and let it up, we've seen it kind of tinkered with in these past few years with like guys that's been let go, certain guys that's in AW now, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But that is that is a huge victory, right? That is a huge victory for somebody like this man, homegrown talent, coming back into the fold of this company at this juncture as a board member. 
like that's just kind of how I see everything. But now I just feel like story wise and everything going on with Ari Emanuel and shit like that, like they are really like cooking and they're really trying to get this guy roaming his things. Yeah. They're really they're really trying to wrap this thing up. They know what's going on, they know what the deal was, they know what's been on his back these past few years with this company. But having this man come, this is how you get him over. <clears throat> I always was kind of seeing, well, not always, but like in these past few weeks, I've been kind of seeing certain guys say that like a Seth Rock thing is very possible as well. I don't think that that's a bad idea. It's, just, it's certain people that are saying that they don't want to see the tag match, that they would rather see Seth get a rock match, right? Like how certain battle rappers get certain battles with certain battle rappers who have had like, you know, a certain status in the game for a certain amount of time. It yeah. would be like that for Seth. But I don't know if it's going to go down like that. I think that the tag match is going to happen. Um, but, you know, like, we'll see. We, you know, it's, it's we weeks out. And, and, and they, they tinkering with this stuff, man. It's, they, they down to the wire, you know, not for no, for no, you know, no pun intended. But it's like a Kanye album. You know what I mean? It's like Kanye, you know, regardless of all the bullshit that he's going through now. But knowing the certain processes of, uh, you know, dark twisted fantasy and this and that to the third. And mind you, he might have been not in the best state of mind at those times, too. And I'll definitely, you know, provide that disclaimer, right, when talking about this particular individual and their music. But, again, it, you know, making a reference. But it's they're going down to the wire in this thing. Like, at, like right before the album, like, the night before Mania, like, like, like who knows what the stipulations are going to be? Like, who knows? Like, like the power is really in their hands now. And, and, and this is the new WWE. Like, this is like this, like this is like this is what it is now. I have a question. Go ahead, Nick. I know you're gonna say something. Oh, oh no, no. It's funny before y'all say that, but I don't want Seth one on one with no legend. That Stop. nigga ain't got a good track record with that shit. <laughs> him or his him or the legend, nigga. Him and King, that shit ended bad for him. Hey, him and Sting that ended bad for Sting. I don't want to see shit. It might oh. be three for three. Hell, it might be in bad for both of these niggas, bro. My bad. Yeah, that was uh, a low blow. I No, what I was gonna say is before, like, we dive into like, and before we get to your question, I think from a sentimental standpoint, why this is so important. It was just announced this morning that um, the promotion WXW, which is ran by the uh, Anoy uh, family, Alpha. Uh, will be closing his doors after, if I'm not mistaken, 29 years in in promotion, and mm. like I, and like I said, Alpha, you know, what I mean, obviously with um with Sika, the Wild Samoans, like true blood, like true bloodline dynasty, uh, is unfortunately suffering from serious health conditions. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, dementia, Alzheimer's, you know what I mean. He just had a serious heart condition, and you know what I mean, and something like that you have to think of like the losses that this family has also taken as well. You know what I mean? Like they've lost Yokozuna, you know what I mean? They've mm-hmm. lost Roman's brother, Rosie. Um, he alpha is not in the best health. So I think, I think when we look at the overall structure of the bloodline story, we've talked about it before on the pod. This is the greatest story WWE has ever put together without question, bar none. No All argument. this, all this story now with the rock at it, it makes it even more important because you know, like I said, that that one graphic from the press uh, from the kickoff, that one graphic was so important because you're seeing how important this family is to this industry, right? And obviously, you have to look at it from their perspective. <laughs> it's bigger than wanting to make, you know. Obviously, you want the crowd to be engaged and everything, but like. When you talk about a, a family, a true 
like dynasty, they're wanting to make the ancestors proud. You know what I mean? Like they want to make Alpha, Sika, um, Yokozuna, Umaga, you know what I mean? Like the patriarchs of like the patriarchs of that family, they want to make them proud. And so going into this story, I'm perfectly okay with this going just one more year. If we got to go one more year, you know what I mean? Like it's like you said, like we're talking about a fourth inning. There's no it time. Feels like, like that. that's how it should end too. Like you saying that it the way you just kind of put that. It mm. feels like that would be the perfect cherry on top, right? Yeah. If they do it at least one more year, having Rock and Roman kind of close it out. Um, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, with that being said, obviously, the theory is that the Rock will be the one to screw. Roman Reigns in Philadelphia, and that leads to the the leadoff, right? Mm-hmm. My theory and what I would do is I would definitely have the night one match be Rock and Roman against Seth and Cody, and I a hundred percent think the Rock should pin uh, Cody Rhodes on night one because it adds an element of. If Cody's already been defeated on night one, what would his mindset be going into night two? Mm-hmm. Then night two happens, and Cody beats Cody beats Roman. He wins the title. And the next night on Raw, the Rock kind of leans back more into the heel role. Like everybody thinks, like we're getting the babyface Rock. I'd much rather the Rock stay heel. Absolutely. And kind of, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. And the night, Absolutely. A, the night after Roman loses the title, The Rock says, I proved why I'm the high chief because I got it done. You failed. Right? Mm. Then, for those that you know that have seen, somebody was putting a body bag last night on MLW. Yeah. A certain, you know, a certain Samoan werewolf. Jacob Fatu and The Rock just sends that nigga to assassinate Roman. Solo can't do nothing. Jimmy can't do nothing. Mm. And then we we then go into that last that last that last build we got to get to. You know what I mean? But that's just me theorizing. That's what I would do. Niggas in WWE aren't as smart as me, so you got that right. They ain't got your booking hat. You got that right. Also, also, what I want to add too is uh, the Rock ain't his, ain't his like prominent his his uh corporate role is higher than Triple H's right now. Everybody's higher than Triple. Yeah. H's. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> everybody. Yeah. So wouldn't that wouldn't that come into like say if they wanted to bring that to like in in the you know in kayfabe wouldn't that come into like too as well like Triple H is. On Roman side of like, hey, look, we got to do something with this nigga, bro. I've been trying to get, I've been trying to do something with this nigga forever, nigga. Like, we need to team it's up. It's the nineties, bro. <laughs> this is the fucking nineties, You know what I'm saying? Like, that nigga been calling the nails since the damn nineties. And you know what? <laughs> I got something. I got something for that, Matt. Oh god. This is going. This is going to add. This is going to add to the new baby faceness of Roman. If we ever get a chance to, to be fortunate enough to do see an interaction like that backstage or whatever, 
And I and granted, I don't know how much that hunter is going to be on camera these days and da 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 as far as what it used to be. But remember here, and we we got reminded of this a few days ago by the revolutionary himself. He told us that he is a big part of the reason why we're dealing with a character like this right now. What if Roman says to Hunter, listen, bro, I'm the one that got hit with that chair. Man, let's we're, jump him. We're, what we're, 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 we're jump rock. Get, get him out <laughs> of the bay. <laughs> shout also, out to Tej, man. What's up, boy? Yeah, shout out to Tej, our guy. Also, shout out to my man, Corey, who left a comment earlier. You got to show him love, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shout out to Corey, man. But, that, but that's my thing. Roman can say to that guy, listen, bro, I'm the one that got hit with the chair. Wasn't, 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 and granted, you know, Seth is, you know, he kind of, you know, he's in good graces with another side of the universe, but like, I, like, I, I took that shot. You want me to do something about ball now with you? Cause, and you down, you down bad now? Wasn't, wasn't, wasn't Charlie Cahoots, you and Seth and the whole thing back in the day? And it, that could just add to the thing, but I, I, I wouldn't mind saying that, but, but, but that, that would be perfect for Roman's character and perfect for, this new iteration of of a, of a, of a you know a, a potential baby a highly potential babyface Roman. So are you, you know, saying? And I I want to make sure I'm misquoted. Are you saying like, are you seeing an alliance between those three between Roman, Seth, and and, and Hunter because the of Avengers, that? Right. The Avengers. The Avengers. It, it it could it could happen, but they would have to have a conversation first about a few things. The three. Hey, of look, them, collectively. look, look. Triple H is such it's an possible. ego. I ain't mad Triple- at it. Triple H is such an ego maniac. I'm pretty sure he is booked in his head. Yo, how can I be the hero in this story? How can I be the one? <laughs> how can I be the one to, to, to throw him the rock? You know what I mean? Yo, like <laughs> Triple he, H thinking Triple H thinking long term for himself. I want to test with that nigga, bro. Cause like he legit moved the perfect way his whole entire career bro so like just see him how he yeah triple h so like just to see how he maneuvered himself in this role or even just maneuver the pieces around him to make like this company better or the next wrestlemania better because like a lot of pressure is on him based on the role that he has with you know creative and everything like that plus with you know, there is a lot of conspiracy theory, and I hate that conspiracy theory. They saying, "Oh, maybe it's Triple H versus the Rock." Look, Triple H can't wrestle no more, bro. I do not want to see that man wrestle no more. That His man's heart is. He got a bad ticket. Steps away from the grave. Stop that man, it. that shit right. beats two beats Stop per it. minute. And, and then they saying like Stone Cold versus the Rock, like. What do Stone Cold got to do with this fucking story, bro? Like, it, it nothing. has nothing to do with, do with it. Like, it, no, it, won't on, make no, it, it won't make no sense. Look at sense. And then the whole match would just be kicks and punches. Hold like, on, no, hold, on. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, real quick, though. Would you say no graps? No graps. Would you, would, you be, would you be completely upset if Stone Cold showed up? Um, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't no. be, but it, what, what sense but, would it be? Yeah. <laughs> Nigga, enjoy the ride. Enjoy he said, just enjoy the vibes. Just enjoy the vibes. Yeah. During the weekend, though. Like, during the weekend, Hall of Fame night, Friday night, we in the center. It might be that moment where we might see them cross paths backstage. Oh, or a backstage segment? Absolutely. Now, that, but yeah, I, I, I can get behind I, that. But I wouldn't, and this is the go home, right? I wouldn't mind, and, and we'll see how to end that particular episode of television, like that day for the go home for SmackDown. But we might see Rock twice that night. I wouldn't mind him opening up the show 
and we kind of know what's going on going into Saturday. You talking about Rock or Austin? Talking about Rock. Rock. Okay. And then at some point, while the Rock barring down the Philly crowd, the glass, the glass break. Nigga. <laughs> and so and we, we kind of get it back a bit. The, the feel of 15, it should have been a better event, but whatever is we here now and 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 I, and who and who knows how that conversation could could go. I'm sure we have some ideas, right? But we, just to tease it, right? And just and just because motherfuckers is gonna be in a town, I would I would like to see that. I would like to see one more one more mic off with with with, with Austin and Dwayne, bro. It does sure. feel like a, a kind of like a, a callback to that 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 time frame. So and and that mm. essence, like makes like a backstage segment between. Not just those two, but just between uh, Hunter, Rock, and Stone Cold—three pillars of that era that really mm. kind of bonded the shape what we what we know today. That's something that you know again because it just feels like where we're at now. Like we're not going, we're not asking to bring it back, but just to get that feel. Like when we saw Rock, we all were that kid again, that that 10, 15, 12 year old, you know what I mean, attitude, and we all felt that. So to have those three in some type of like some backstage segment. That's the feeling. That's the that's the restore of the feeling. Absolutely. Yeah. Also, also, do you think that Rock finally gets to the Hall of Fame now? Not yet. Not yet. Nah. They nah. said early on before all of this happened, I was thinking they were going to do it, but yeah. Things, I, but 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 yeah, it's it's it's, it's they're gonna hold it off for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he. I could. Yeah, I could definitely, definitely see it. Deserved. I could see it happening like the night before if they do Rock and Roman next year. I could see it happening. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. It could be, it could be yeah. some story in that induction, too. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, they could cook with that. Like that, That's what I was alluding to. Like, what, yeah. put that joint like, in Miami, dog. Will they will they add that to just like the Rey Mysterio and Dominic? Like, yeah. They had that type of dynamic with, yeah. you know, with him being in the Hall of Fame and Dominic, you know what I'm saying, making all the good acting faces and stuff like that when he got inducted. So around like maybe not this year or hopefully like around this storyline, right? Does he get inducted into the Hall of Fame? I All wanted right. to ask a question uh, because of back to eight, um back to AJ Styles. You spoke on the the Rock kind of capitalized on like his likeness, um, which was a chess move for sure. But that's something that has been happening now within the NCAA ranks. So do you and and just anybody? Do do y'all see that happening more? Where you, I guess, you have like motherfuckers trying to own their masters or motherfuckers trying to own their their, their image likeness. How it's moving towards the NCAA because it does feel like Rock kind of opened the door. Can what what could be if people decide to go that route? So that's do y'all see that happening more so often in, in the near future? WWE about to be dragged through the dirt, so it's in their best interest to appease everybody. If you want your yeah. trademark, here you go. We got bigger problems that we got to worry about. Yeah, they got. So you saying it's the right time? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. They won't be fighting nothing too much. They'll, They'll be like, "Oh, you want your stuff back? Here, here, take it, take it." Take they it. need. <laughs> they need all the great publicity. Yeah. That you get. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so because just look at what they did around Christmas. They let them boys go home. True. With it, the boys. Yeah. The, right. They let the boys go home for Christmas. This is the first time this happened like 
ever, nigga. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. Like, got a week off. I, I remember like like just looking forward to something to watch around Christmas, around Christmas time. Year. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying something new. But this year, like they had the best of for Christmas. So the Rock, I think him owning his name now or his master, so to speak. Mm-hmm. I think we about to see a lot of that now. You know, maybe maybe for like it's gonna be a certain formula of, right. of a way that you get to earn it. You know, like a you percentage know I mean? of how much you get while you wrestling then more. I saw when you were, when you stop. Yeah, yeah, sort of like like that. You know, like uh, like Stone Cold. Maybe you know he he deserve it. Much as we hate Hulk Hogan, well he he can't really own it because they had borrowed the the Hulk name for Marvel. If you will, so it's gonna be weird for that, but yeah, I, I definitely think so. I definitely think so. The way because the inmates running the asylum now, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I mean, again, it just like I said, the area is different, obviously, with you know, the legal shit that's about to happen. Um, that's gonna be a ship, but just more so, like Nick said, they're gonna do your we're gonna do our best to, to ship all the way from that so if this means we gotta appease to our workers more so often get more just and it's so sad but if this means you gotta do basic human decency shit then so be it because it should have been like this right should have been this way but i mean we all know it is what it is it is what it is um before we we switch uh switch gears anything else on rock and roman shit triple h the goat that's all I'm gonna say. He wanted to go. About to kick you out the <laughs> kick you out the space. <laughs> no, I'm not saying far as like wrestling wise, bro. I'm just saying like just far the, as the the culture. And, and oh, yeah. like then say the Booker. Then say then say Paul Levesque. Yeah, Paul Levesque. <laughs> there we go. My say bad. Paul. Levesque. Paul. Paul the goat, bro. Paul the goat. Paul is definitely, and he's you seeing it now. You may not see it like like. In your face, but Paul definitely he one of the ones. One of the ones. So can I just add one more thing, boys? Oh, please, sorry, please. No, 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 please, please. Uh, this, 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 it's not important at all, but like it's a, so I remember listening last episode, I believe. Um, I believe Matt asked the question, um, like when did you first discover that wrestlers have real names? <laughs> 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 so real so real quick, it's like and it's like, yeah, granted, like, like niggas might not have had that aha moment. I don't necessarily think I did. It's like, okay, well, you know, that makes sense. You know, certain people got this name, certain people got that, certain people are Kane, certain people are Stone Cold, Steve Austin, and we might think that's whatever, right? Long story short, though, I remember for the longest time, Levesque, that last name, when I was like as a kid, Levesque used to kick my ass. I did not know how to say that shit. I used to be saying Levesque, Levesque. <laughs> Dog. I think I said it wrong. So that, like, so that's like that's, like my, that that's my little contribution to that conversation. My bad. But <laughs> no, you know no, I, mean? I, I, I said that it like that too when I figured out his name wasn't Hunter yeah. Hurst Hemsley. I was like, his name is Paul Le- Leviticus School or some shit. Like, <laughs> He's European ass name. Hey, look, ass, shout out, shout out to I the WC, shout out to the WC, uh, WCW gimmick, Jean Paul Levesque when he was a Frenchman. Mm. Yeah. Come on! I thought that nigga in. from I thought that nigga from Lafayette, Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Well, it made sense. Like it definitely made sense at a certain. I'm like, okay, 
but yeah, early on, I could not say that man name for the life of me, bro. <laughs> Levescu. Levescu. I, li- <laughs> yeah. I like that. Paul Levescu. So I figure we'll do the predictions later on. More. But let's talk about something even more important, and that is black women. That's right. right? Yes. So earlier this week, um, yeah, yeah. Earlier this week, NXT obviously was a, a, an amazing show. Uh, but Wednesday morning, uh, Jada Parker went viral. She did. And she went viral. She went viral fast. Like I think when I posted on the BGW page, I think it got. It was like over at 200 by the end of the day, right? And then, like, you got people saying that Jada Parker should win the NXT women's title at Stand and Deliver. And you got people saying, like, oh, she's next up, you know, XYZ. And then she went viral on World Star. Tried and true. And, <laughs> tried and true. Tried and true. First of all, what are our thoughts on uh, Miss Parker? How, as a a prospect, are we on the up and up forward? You know what I mean. Like, do you see the potential? Is she the best woman in NXT currently? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. <laughs> Miss Parker. Miss Parker. <laughs> 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 now that I got that out of the way, y'all can go ahead and drop me no way. Oh hey, man, they're a prospect, you know what I mean? Oh my god, yes, sir. Said <clears throat> prospect part. I feel you. Like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to hear from, from, the, from the wholesome of the group, you know what I'm saying? What you think, my nigga? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I think Jada Parker is a, a very talented woman. Uh, I think she has her <laughs> what? She I think she got her character down pretty well. I actually like her in uh, Out the Mud. I like her in that. I mean, I, I understand some people don't like it, but hey, it's whatever. I actually like her being aligned with them. She uh, is the group. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she is the group. Nobody cares about the, the Dominican niggas. <laughs> <laughs> and and scratch all the niggas that's light skin. <laughs> you said what? Ricochet. Whoa. 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 I don't hate Prince IK. I don't mind Prince. I just didn't like the fact you called me Prince IK. That's your cousin, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's your bloodline. <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> You done killed him, knocked him out the drink. <laughs> hey, before you got the dress, I'm like, shit, nigga, is you that nigga? Like, I'm like, is this Prince I kill family? Nigga? <laughs> I'm being honest. And, anyway. <laughs> so, so D-Mac, what mm-hmm. do you think of Jada Parker? He's good. <laughs> <laughs> that girl good. Rising talent. <laughs> <laughs> up and rising talent, you know what I mean? Like she up and rising. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Lorenzo, what do you think? What do you think? <laughs> I think Jada Parker, as a WWE superstar, current NXT prospect superstar, um, has a future <laughs> in this company. Um, I really That's like good. what I'm seeing in the ring, though. Mm-hmm. I like kind of seeing, because you know, let's think about and you know, shout out to Lash. And, you know, she's an NIL, you know, athlete as well. 
Uh, Tennessee yep. State, shout out to her. Yep. Um, yep. A lot of times when we look at like wrestling, especially women's wrestling, we have a certain expectation of what a particular performer is going to do based off of the look. Or not necessarily what they're going to do, but like what they represent. And not only that, but given their character and their moveset, like what is going to look like based on how they look. So let's think about Awesome Kong for a minute. Legend, right? Shout out to Awesome Legend. Kong. Like history Legend. You know what I mean? Always Legend. need to, you know, bring her name up and praise it, right? Um, and, I, and, I, and I'm currently doing my rewatch of Glow. I do this like every Mania season. It's, it's become like a thing for me. But this this time I'm really enjoying the rewatch of Glow based on the current uh, iterations and things that we're seeing in women, women's wrestling today, uh, this year. Um, Jada Parker, uh, her moveset was said even down to the attire, right? Like the one long leg and the, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like domineering. Like this is a really unique uh, project right here that I think, uh, you know, Mr. Hickenbottom and, and, and the folks down um, at NXT have taken on here. Um, now, when we look at like somebody like Tiffany Stratton or like Isla, like certain things jump out and it's like, okay, cool. That's cool too. That's what's up, especially with Tiffany, right? But mm-hmm. I feel like Jada Parker can be, on the same type of time that Tiffany Stratton was on and like basically the continuum that's kind of going on right now. We're getting certain guys from NXT to the main roster. Shout out to Braun, shout out to Trick, shout out to Melo. Um, I feel like Jada Parker is about to be funneled in kind of in, in that same way. Oh, um, without question. But I, I, I think that I'm going go ahead. Oh, no, no, I'm saying without question because like I said, like yeah. obviously Braun just got signed to, to SmackDown. Uh, we're probably seeing the final days of Carmelo in NXT mm-hmm. trick trick already had the main event. And then from the women's side, obviously you just lost uh Tiffany Stratton, uh, Corey Jade, Corey Jade. She's out with the injury. You got Lila, um, Lila Valkyrie popping off. Mm-hmm. Um, but so you need to start filtering in like this next breed. I think people do forget, have a tendency to forget that NXT is a developmental. So you do have to filter people into those slots and mm-hmm. the thing I like about Jada Parker is that she's very confident in what she does. Like I said, she's only been doing this for, I think she was signed in 2022, if I'm not mistaken, the end of 2022. And she's only yeah, had she's like, only 24, right? She's young, right? Like, I believe so. Yes, sir. And so like she has a confidence in herself in her character. And I feel like when you have the confidence in your character, you could genuinely do no wrong because you know what to do, right? And you look at, like, you look at OTM. Them niggas were trash. Like, nobody cared about them. You know what I mean? Still don't. Exactly, right? Mm. At no point is OTM ever going to go viral. But Jada Parker not, did. Not without her. Not without exactly. her. Exactly. So I, I didn't mean to I didn't mean to go off that tangent, uh, Lorenzo. But yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, but I, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see some great things, and um, you know, everybody talking about that Ivan Talent, that 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 Shizzle got, you know, what I mean, down there, and you know, talking about like, you know, I wonder what Shawn Michaels' Explorer page look like, and da da da. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> crazy. And and, 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 and that good joke, and, like, and I think that it's 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 some it's a trail to that, right? I think it's some truth to that, but um. I really think that they're really trying to, because, you know, think about, like, the women's revolution and where things was with that and the fact that, like, we haven't seen another pay-per-view. Um, you know, we haven't seen another tournament. 
And yeah, I, I, I just hope that we start getting towards things like that more and people like Jada, people like Lash. I think they can get it there. And, and the fact that like, they're like, these are black women, right? Yeah. Like we're, 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 we're going into a time in which like we're seeing the most exposure that black women wrestlers have ever had on the NBC, on television. Just all around. Right. So it's all it, around. Yeah. Right. And there's some beginnings to this, right? Like, you know, it's, it's, you know, Sasha has been around for a minute, but, you know, she's popping back up in a certain iteration now to add to that again. So, you know, in, in other spaces, but, you know, rightfully so. And what I was going to say is like this, uh, this Tuesday, you have Lash Legend going against uh, uh, Keanu James. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like another match. You know, I mean, black women supremacy on the flip two of the black coin. women. Let's go two black. And on the flip of the coin with AEW, they just uh, recently signed Queen Aminata, who, in my opinion, has been the MVP. The you know what I mean of what she's been doing this year. Like every time she has stepped in the ring, it has been like hard hitting. It's been fantastic. You know what I mean? Like she knows what she knows what she's doing. She gets busy. Right? You seen her match with Anna J? Amazing. It was Dumb. amazing. Actually, it, like the chemistry was pretty damn good, man. Easily Anna yeah. Jay's best match. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then, like, said she did that promo on a uh, Ring of Honor. You know what I mean? She's in the tournament to crown the uh, A- after she won, right? After she won, yeah, yeah to crown mm-hmm. the the Ring of Honor World Women's Television Champion, and like, it's just like a confidence in herself. You know what I mean? It's, and I think the thing that we're starting to see more of, like Lorenzo was saying, it's like it's becoming prominent, must-see television. Like they have been bringing the noise every time they're in the ring. Um, just want to capitalize on that <clears throat> because more so, I'll just just not necessarily wrestling, but just what I like about who uh, the women we're talking about and, and, and where now wrestling is going because you're now starting to see wrestling bespoke in spaces that not normally they're, they're in, right? And when I just say spaces, I mean prominent spaces that other people look to. <clears throat> and now you have women, top talented black women from Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet, we want to call it, to, to Jade, to Bianca, to um, Queen Amada, to Last Legend, Jada Parker. You're seeing uh, Athena. Black... Excuse me. I like, don't, hey, we can't forget Athena. No, I'm I, 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 no, oh, no, thank you. No, I, no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, I just wanted to make sure. I'm sorry. Yes, thank you. Thank she you so was much. mentioned. That's all. Um, I apologize. Yeah. I apologize. Why? Was, how is it? <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm not with Mac. I'm not with Mac at all. <laughs> you act like I said something crazy. I just said, hey, yeah, let's not forget. You, did. you did. damn near attacked the man. You said that. I didn't know. You Athena. I didn't take it like that. I didn't take it like that at all. Thank you, Chaz. I just was saying, you was naming a bunch. I just want to make sure she was making That's all. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, no, we just ain't gonna just throw anybody in there. <laughs> we throwing the, the the ones like she she, she is uh, one of the ones. <laughs> nah, nah. As nah, I continue, nah. as I <laughs> hey, hey Matt, I think you said Jade, um, <laughs> Bianca Belair, um, what new show the Jada Parker, Athena. That shit don't even go together, nigga. That's like an oxymoron or some shit, nigga. So, Mac, you and Nola gonna have this conversation off screen because you being wildly disrespectful. <laughs> so disrespectful. I, 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 I fuck with her. I fuck with her movement or what she trying to do, but 
Nah, bro. Like we ain't gotta do that. Like we ain't just gotta throw just names in there because they, you know what I'm saying? Yo, bro. I don't. I'm tired of yeah, this right, disrespect. But she ain't. What do you mean? That company. What do you mean? She put. She had a company on her back. Fact, she ain't got an LLC. Definitely the best women's champ. She was the best women's champion. Man, you high. What? What? You don't even watch it. What are That's you talking what I'm about? saying. No, like I'm back saying, I seen her before. <laughs> He know exactly what the fuck he's doing. He know exactly what he's doing. No, I know. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm quality, quality, quality control right now. Like we ain't. No, 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 no. Just say this nigga with this nigga with this and then her. Like hell no, we not. No, bro, we got we got an image to to uphold (laughs) up here, bro. This is black guy wrestling podcast. Sound like a hater, brother. That's all I'm saying, bro. Like. Oh my god! Oh my honest, god! Bro, like, I'm being honest. Hey, to all the all the opinions right now is solely on Mac, and I stand <laughs> on it. But at the same time, and they wrong as hell. Shit, like, nah, bro, fuck that. We not about to just put her in the same light with all of them. Shit, you might as well just name every goddamn black woman wrestler ever. Just put Jacqueline in there. But shit, whoa, 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 so in any case, <laughs> what I was like, what I was saying was that you're having black women um allowing having space where black women can now show their confidence, right? To now show their strength and, and then not be used in a demanding way. Like, um, it goes this black woman with this type of why who who does she think she is? Like, no, these black women have a right to have this attitude. This black woman have a right to have this confidence, this black woman have a right. To have this type of bravado because they're they're killing it on the screen more so to killing it off the screen and the representation for young black girls to see something like that to know like all right I can be just as confident I can be just as cocky and still have my shit celebrated it's it's bigger than just wrestling like to see this yeah. it speaks to the volume of what we collective black men have always tried to do is is uplift our black women into spaces to where they don't have to be just limited to one thing they don't have to just be i gotta be strong i gotta be this this because of survival no you can be this way because this is who you are and we want to celebrate that because you are not just a monolith you're a multifaceted person and without you the culture doesn't move and with with that i want to caveat on that because i was very critical of bianca bella character like way back and beyond like and uh that's just her true self you know what i mean so and, and definitely not saying that she grew because I've always been a fan of her. Um, multifaceted reasons of why I was a fan of her, but yeah, just like she she one of the ones. And, you know the 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 and, thing and, about go ahead and then oh, no. like she just I'm, I'm just, okay, man. We got I'm, that. I'm just playing. No, no, no yeah, you just play. You just say you just play. You just play. I'm just messing with Nolo because I, I know that. I know that you. <laughs> I don't appreciate. He's a big fan of yours, and I'm just messing with Nolo because I don't appreciate the disrespect, dog. <laughs> don't take. I won't no be heart. talking about you how trash you'll say love you, Athena. Uh, Amber. <laughs> oh my God! No, the thing about Bianca, like especially, I've been noticing like the last couple weeks is like. Bianca's become 
how do I say like Bianca feels like very like mainstream. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if y'all if y'all caught that as well. Like she just feels like a big deal whenever she's on television. Like even the segment on Friday, like when they were backstage and like she was with Liv and Jade and Jade. Brown were doing they, she just felt like without doing much, she just felt like a very important person. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And obviously she just dropped the um the new show with Montez loving WWE last night. She was at the UFC event, you know what I mean? Like really ramping up their, their partnership with the, under the TKO umbrella. But I think even with like this, this rumor that Bianca will be doing an open challenge at WrestleMania, it just feels like a big deal. You know what I mean? Like no matter what she does and you, you got to remember Bianca, is already like a Hall of Fame level star. Like she's held. She's got a solid resume. She broke. And shoot, it might be beyond solid, to be honest with yeah, you. I, I, yeah. Like, as far as like a concrete, like guarantee Hall of Famer, like an incredible run as the um when it was the Raw Women's Champion, mm-hmm. incredible run as the SmackDown Women's Champion. Like she's at that point. Like it feels like she's. I don't want to say at the end of her run right. as like. But, like, she feels like Cena when Cena was starting to wind down and he was transitioning. I don't see us having Bianca much longer just because. She out of here, dog. She out of here, dog. You know what I mean? Like, she just feels like we're now into the next phase. Like, I'm. She feels like a legend. Uh, I'll yeah. just call she it. She is a legend. She feels like a legend. Yeah. She is a legend on the fact of just, just personal reasons of. My family hitting me up saying that, yo, you know, they got a black girl. Right, right. WrestleMania. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, she's on the last match of night on a, on, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, Bro. they hitting me up because they know I'm a wrestling fan. And because it transcended past wrestling, she became like a mainstream star because of that. Not even, well, yeah, she did. She came right. a mainstream right. star because of that. Because, a lot of like uh it, it hit on big news waves espn ab um abc the, the shade room you know what i'm saying <laughs> like where where you know a lot of mainstream or a lot of you know of the culture get their uh news from on instagram but yeah man I, I definitely second that like she she can definitely do whatever she wants and get away with it and she she come from a she come from a, a unorthodox way of getting into there because she come from what what CrossFit? Yeah, that because then then Marvin discover her. Even that's that history on itself. She just got she got discovered from Mark Henry, dog. She mm. didn't get discovered from uh what's his name? Um but one what's uh fuck Pat Patterson or somebody. She got discovered yeah, from Mark Henry. I'm not. I'm not dissing him. I'm not dissing. Him. I'm just saying. No, you can diss Pat Patterson. No, I'm saying she got discovered from a black nigga. She got discovered from a black nigga into a white company. I'm just. I understand like what you're saying, but yeah, I'm not. So, I'm, I'm just saying. So th- this is a good pivot into right. that conversation, uh, and then we'll start with Lorenzo, because it feels like with. Like what we're saying with Bianca feeling like she become a mainstream, you know what I mean? You got you Jade uh, Jade Cargill's 
does wrestling feel like we're now entering like an extreme boom period? Like in your mind, and like I said, start with Lorenzo. Does it feel like wrestling is at its biggest it's ever been? Like even beyond like the popularity of the Attitude Era. Like I said, like you have them holding up WWE titles at the All Star Game, and they're on TNT. You know what I mean? Like you have a wrestling program that's on AT that's on TNT, right? Do we feel in it going into Mania season? Doesn't it just feel that wrestling is like at its absolute hottest right now? Absolutely. I will say this though: if wrestling isn't the hottest it's ever been, barring uh, the Mega Power story, um, the height of the Attitude Era, Monday Night War stuff. Um, Mike Tyson, WrestleMania 14, um, you know, what will we say, Rock 26, 27. This is the, this is the most, this is the most inflated and the most important that wrestling has felt in the greater 21st century as we know it. So we had like a really crazy hot time, 97, 98, 99 into 2000, invasion time, it started to kind of like die down because everything was becoming synthesized under one roof. Um, and I mean, I will say this the most. I was going to add. Yeah, no problem, Chad. Didn't um some. When was that whole uh, person who I don't want to say on the spot, but the the suicide, the suicide murder of such person's family oh, was it around two, that same time? Two thousand seven. Okay, as I said, that was like a little later on. 07. definitely. So you had that Rumble cloud, winter. right? He, you know, Royal Rumble winner in 2004 in this city, mm-hmm. right? It's, you know, so it had its moments, but it started to, like, kind of, like, deflate, right? But I will say this is the most inflated that professional wrestling has felt in entertainment in this part of the 21st century, absolutely. Um, and that's a bit more of a detailed, like, answer is kind of, you know what I mean? But, I, I, I yeah, I, I definitely, yeah, I, it's, just, it's just an extended way of saying that, you know what and I mean? The, the reason why I brought it up is because I looked at, um, I think, last night, WWE ran a ha- uh, house show in Fresno, California, and, ah. it was a, and it was a sellout. I think it was uh, 9,500 people. That doesn't happen mm-hmm. often, does it? In Fresno, California? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, um, there was a, another house show that took place. I can't remember the um, where the city is, but shout out to uh, Wrestling Ticks on Twitter. Um, but I think in one day, they moved two, over 2,000 tickets for a house show and me and Nolo is funny because earlier this week we were talking about you know locking in Wrestlemania tickets early you know what I mean like we got a strategy and we're not pivoting off of that mm-hmm. strategy we're not right yeah we're not we're not we, <laughs> we, are, we are resting on the universe and the good lord above to guide us through cheapness and <laughs> and everything cheapness in and health <laughs> but, <laughs> but we were talking about how like Friday Night Smackdown was a complete sellout. There was one point during the segment where they pan the camera out. And like I said, like I think I think it was mind-boggling because it's a SmackDown and just seeing like a sellout crowd, right? And we're talking oh, about yeah, with some, you know what I mean? Like, and then the rock coming back, like you're guaranteed that you're probably going to see one of the highest grossing gates for a wrestling event at Mania. You know what I mean? And that's not even a knock on like, you know, I know everybody jokes on 
um, AEW for like their current attendance right now. Bear in mind, they are on track of selling out Wembley or, you know, getting close to a sellout at Wembley Stadium. And there's no match. The, the card's not until August, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And with that being said, like, tickets are going up. Like, wrestling is being discussed in spaces that you haven't seen wrestling discussed in a long time. Like, you get people talking about it on ESPN. Joe Budden podcast was talking about it. You know what I mean? Like, it – and I – like, you got, you got people on red carpets, X, Y, Z. So, with that being said – I think the best question to ask everybody is how long does this last? Cause with every boom, there is a deflation eventually. How long do we get of this wrestling period before we slightly go down in attendance? We slightly go down in the ratings. We start slightly going down with quality. Does it happen in the next five years? That's a hard that's a hard question to answer because I, I can't really state like that's just like saying with stocks, bro. Like you don't know exactly when they're gonna plummet or when they're gonna drop. But I can say this it's gonna continue with the rise up because of what they have in there. Like there's a lot of wrestlers we didn't we didn't even mention that still on the up and coming, like LA Knight. You know what I'm saying? Like he's yeah, he's on the way up there. You know what I'm saying? Like he um Dominic, Dominic, like he's getting up there, like so the way that they are developing the, these characters and oh, Jay Uso, you know what I'm saying? Like it, the I could go on and on with the names of how they're gonna up and coming, but the way that they have attached and even not even not, even accompany these wrestlers that went off board with WWE because we know how the old well the Vince regime like Vince was kind of like let's keep these people in that's I'm 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 slick opposed of they kind of going off task and making movies and doing all the other stuff. But now it seems like, go ahead, let's do that. Matter of fact, we'll make a show for you. We'll make a show for you, for you and your family. We'll put you in these movies. Matter of fact, we'll do all of these things to keep your name up. And also, a happy wrestler is the best wrestler. So with having wrestlers that's not only in head of creative, that's on the board, that's that's uh the shot callers if you will i think that's going to be a big hold up of how we can keep the momentum on an uprise it may be some dips and some falls between those five years that you said but it's going to continue on the uprise to where like we see that you know wwe is going to be on a big monumental road that we haven't seen before especially with them going on netflix you think netflix ain't gonna help like Netflix is definitely going to help them because they don't want that company to to plummet with them giving them five billion fucking dollars, bro. Like, and to speak on that, and on for 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 AEW fans, you have Paramount, um, WB, and I'm missing one. 
can't think of right now, but you have those companies merging as well that will probably have AEW programming on it as well. Um, so it does feed and, and a lot and and Nick, you may have a great point about the shows as being burped um for certain stars. I also think the the players that are, are involved obviously make it what it is now, but you had these ideas like, you know, reality shows and people doing X, Y, and Z off the side back then, right? But it wasn't who we have now. So, mm-hmm. you, I mean, and, I, and so to speak on that, and like Max said, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'll even go on a limb and say we get a good, capitalize on, you know, past years and now, a good 10-year t- run from this because, and I mean, I might be a stretch, but just to know that a lot of the main players that we have are still either young or in their prime. And a lot of the the players that were before are now on these boards, on executives that has seen both sides. You have Hunter that's, you know what I mean, content creator. You have The Rock on the, the, the chairman of the board. You have, you have, you know what I'm saying, Austin every so often, either doing a pod or doing a, another random show or post some random show on this page that, that gives the nostalgia. You have all these elements in one spot. And then it's not just one thing. It ain't just WWE. You have m- multiple options now. Like you couldn't probably say that 10, maybe 15 years ago. Well, yeah, you probably could, but you just didn't feel like it was good. You have, and I, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with TNA, but you have multiple options where you can go on the big on the big stage on the lower stage where you can be like, you know what, if I'm not getting it here, I'm going to get it there and I'm going to still be good and I'm going to still, and you'll still have these players, not just in this one area, but now I'm going to go to TNA or I'm going to go to Rep Pro, I'm going to go to New Japan, I'm going to go here and I'm going to keep having these having these people having conversations about this product that now seems to just be on a skyrocket to the moon. So, yeah, I don't... I don't see it falling off no time soon, and I and I I'll go on a limb and say a good ten plus year before we start to see a, a decline. Mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest things is that everything's going to streaming, and a lot of these streaming sites are looking for live content, and you know who has a hell of a lot of live content? Wrestling companies. And they got <laughs> hella shows to give away. Yeah. And- I think that's one way that a lot that is going to keep uh, wrestling and like uh, the spaces that it's not normally in. Even yeah. though nowadays, honestly, it's not crazy like to see like you like y'all was talking about. They had the the belt going around the uh, um, NBA All Star Game. Uh, they always give the belt to the to the uh, Super Bowl champions. Had them College wearing it proudly. Yeah, college championships. They hey, they already got it. Uh, what you call it? Adam Silver had to join on like not too long ago. He about you already mm-hmm. know they about to do a uh, NBA belts for people. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. feel like yo man, it's I don't I don't yeah. really see it like slowing <laughs> down for a bit, honestly. You know you know what Lorenzo brought up a, an excellent point about <clears throat> the um, the two thousand and one dip and. I think we can all agree the dip happened because WCW was bought out. Yeah, ECW no was gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. At the time, Ring of Honor wasn't even a thing yet. TNA wasn't a thing yeah. yet. You know what I mean? Right. It was just right. WWE. Right. So there's no need for, there's no 
competition. Right. Mm-hmm. In today's bracket, like you said, we got AEW, you got TNA, you have mm-hmm. New Japan, you have All Japan, you have AAA, you have CMLL. You have and the healthier thing that you're seeing that you you were getting back in the day, but not as prominent as today, is like the partnerships that you're seeing. You know what I mean? Like just because of their partnership with AEW, you're seeing more people wanting to get into Lucha Libre and CMLL. CMLL. Um, TNA is one of those companies. TNA is never going to die. No matter how hard you try, it's going to be there. You know what I mean? Like, like a cockroach. You just, you can't kill it. You can't kill it. You know what I mean? But you're seeing like these promotions now come together. I don't think it is a, a far stretch to think that I, I genuinely don't think it's a far stretch that we would never not get a WWE versus AEW card at some point. Like I it, feel, it yeah. feels like today, like maybe not today, maybe not next year, but it just doesn't feel that far off as opposed to like a WWE, WWE or WWF, WCW. I think, I think I think it's gonna happen. I think it's gonna happen. It's just too much money left on the table, man, for it not to, right? But you know, oh, man, I speak speak your mind, bro. I'm about to say, do 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 you not speak like your... that? Go ahead, Lorenzo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, me, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm just in agreement. So, like, I'm just agreeing. Mm, okay. I'm, I'm kind of just thinking about like potential ways to like generate that income. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, like I'm thinking about like the potential merch. I'm thinking about the potential like, you know, the programs leading up to like an event such as that, right? Like, you right. know how we, you know, the, what type of uh, like what type of supplementary content we can get from that, the production of it. It's it's just like a lot. I'm just thinking of all the possibilities. That's all. Man, look, a Triple H pointing at a geeked out Tony Khan would do (laughs) numbers. Mm. (laughs) 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 You you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) like it would do like something like that would do numbers. But let's even just go to like what we're at on the surface. Like a WWE New Japan card would do numbers like it's the things that would catch the eye of the the person. Oh, fell, give me one second. Y'all got to take over. I got to take this call real quick. I'll be right you back. You good, bro. Oh, do you think, man? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, man. I just think that we're seeing one of the most like, this is, it's just a lot of possibilities. And I think that one thing, I, one other thing I think I wanted to talk about to that point about, um, about Fresno, right? Now, do y'all remember the video of it was from a WWE house show and like they had announced something with Dwayne or they had showed whatever highlight from Friday night and the crowd start booing. Not even the crowd start booing, but we heard some we heard boos in the crowd. Boos. Do y'all remember that? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it, on that, that last video after, Yeah, that came up after SmackDown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, when I saw that on the TL, I said, like, we really need to be, and I mean, Fightful put it out and everything like that, but I'm like, we really need to be serious. And I know this is the internet, and we, you know, everybody likes to move off of reaction. Like, reaction is like, you know, our gasoline, you know, keep coming back to this thing and all of that. 
Um, it's a drug. And sometimes <laughs> it is. But we look at those reactions like they're so stuck in time, and like that's just what the answer is. So a few folks booing Dwayne at that house show literally meant nothing because I'm looking at the footage of it, and, and like in real time, I'm seeing the video. I'm like, wait a minute, this show isn't even a sellout show, right? So I forget where they were, and, and and this might not be that much of an important detail depending on who you are, but I'm like, I'm hearing about two or three boos for, you know, they're basically booing the potential of a Roman Reigns Rock main event, right? Mm-hmm. They find ways to be creative but still have the Rock involved in WrestleMania. But where I am with this is like, this show isn't even sold out. So this kind of, like like, this is a litmus test for just like, the internet kind of like reacting like in real time in real life. Cause a lot of people like to talk about like, you know, touching grass and what's the real reactions of real folks outside. It, it, it's an easy fix to answer that question. You have folks that are, that have, that have become um, extremely online, just, just, just like eternally online. Right. And then they go out into the real war, world and then espouse the opinions, the same opinions that they would on the internet. So when I saw that video, I'm like, okay, this is just like a couple of guys, probably some AW shields, that went to, and that's cool, there's nothing wrong with that, that went to a WWE show that's booing because Dwayne is on the screen, right? But, like, weeks later, we're seeing that house shows are selling out. They're finding creative ways to actually try to do this WrestleMania thing to have people go into it and want to watch the program. It's like, just sit back and enjoy the ride, right? Like, re, like so, and I think that also, when we're seeing, like, people reactionarily, like, boo or, like, like, these are the same folks that are going to be kind of like enjoying this story like weeks later. Or one of the people that's going to be invested like weeks later. Like I, I was saying something a little while ago to some friends, like a lot of times a wrestler has like a certain story or a certain reputation. And then by the time they turn around and do something else to sign another contract, it's almost like we forget about that. Or at least we hold some of those things in good graces. Like it's like, it's, it's like we're joking at the fact that Jungle Boy was punched in the face now. And granted, it was jokes being made about it when it happened, but at that time, it was so much more of an egregious thing, right? Or brawl out. It was so much more of an egregious thing, but, like, CM Punk has kind of redeemed himself. Not for nothing, but, like, when you get a new contract and shit like that, and you get that big pop that you get at home, like, people have a a tendency to, like, kind of be like, okay, well, like, you know, know, things are not so bad, you know what I mean? And we do that a lot, like, in like we just react so much that we think that that first reaction is going to be, like, our feeling about it forever. And I don't know if, and I don't know if we've examined that, like, really self-examined that as a group. But- I, had to, I had to do a self-examine because I did the exact same thing you was fucking talking about with those two gentlemen in my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, he, was, he was talking crazy about CM Punk before he came out. <laughs> talking crazy. But then sometimes and then literally. Woken up. You know what I mean? Like this you know, man it, jumped it, higher than all of us, and it's, and it's human, and it's and it's nothing wrong. With it. Like it, it, I, I think it's just we just need to talk about it because I feel like people going to this and it's in such bad faith. What Chaz just did, and what you're like y'all y'all referring to that, and is is trying to find the good faith in that type of interaction with entertainment and with the other folks that are watching that entertainment. You dig what I'm saying? Like it's like all right, cool. I probably was on Homeboy. Yeah, you know I mean, I probably was on Mother shit with Homeboy last week. But this new this new shit, I don't know. Like you could like it's cool to be honest about that. And I don't think that we think that it's cool to be honest about that. But that you know, that's just like a little, you know, IW some IWC hijinks shit that I'll be noticing, you know what I mean? hmm But you know, I think it's gonna be a very successful WrestleMania season. And to the question of if 
we still see the boom booming. I I, I think so. I, I think what we do is we're going to see people. They're going to be they're going to be checking back in. They're going to be leaving and checking back in, right? I feel like people do this with the NFL a lot. Um, what's going to happen is we're going like people are going to probably like think about okay, when is the next WrestleMania, right? They might not necessarily watch wrestling every week, but they're going to be catching certain episodes. But like it's going to it's like WrestleMania is going to start to feel like an award show. Or it's going to start to feel like the NBA All-Star game that might come on tonight. Like, people might not exactly know, like, where the NBA is in the season if they're a casual fan. But if they keep their ear to, like, a certain podcast, right, like if it's a Paul George show or Carmelo Anthony, like, they're going to hear about when the All-Star game is. And they're going to tune in. And so, like, people like us that make content and the other folks that make content that that's reaching either great, that's reaching even greater numbers of people, it's going to be casuals that's going to be listening into that stuff. And they'll be finding the dates and the times to when they should be showing up because they know that, okay, this is the big show now. Like, I might not watch Monday Night Raw from Des Moines, Iowa in February, um, you know, uh, before uh, Mania next year. But, like, them weeks leading up to Mania in April before they go to Minnesota or wherever they're going to be going, like, people are, people are going to be tuning back in. And that's what I think that – that's what UFC – that's what Endeavor, I think, is really trying to do with folks, like – Sometimes we know when it's a UFC event, but like when it's like a UFC enter this number and like we see like who's on the like who's on the card and what the main event is, like UFC casuals are gonna watch that card. You dig what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think it's gonna I, I think they're trying to create that type of relationship with their audience. Because the UFC as a company is used to that, right? And Zufa and all of those things and you know, previously they they was doing all of that stuff, but now that they're under one roof with things kind of being presented much more like a sport. And certain guys from ESPN, certain guys from Fox Sports as producers coming into the WWE now and doing the job that they're doing on these graphics and things like that before we cut the commercial or certain certain camera angles doing Monday Night Raw. Like people are going to remember those things and they're, mm-hmm. and they're going to be small details to why they return to the screen in April or why, or why they return to the screen in January for the Rumble. You know what I mean? So it might not be like the biggest boom throughout the next five or ten years. But there will be there will be boom like boom periods like right before the bigger shows the rumbles the WrestleManias the SummerSlams in which people are going to be coming back they're going to be planning on watching these things with their families they're probably going to be throwing cookouts to where now wrestling is probably going to be related to the greater family aspect of getting together and having a meal or celebrating <coughs> someone's birthday or a wedding or whatever it might be but I really feel like wrestling is trying to create a new relationship with that of the of the individual who consumes content. Um, and, Let me ask and, you this. And, and again, doing away with the old ways of the world, with you know the, the the old the old way of the federation. So I just think that they're, they're trying to create that that type of relationship. Like before, you don't have before, to watch wrestling every week to be a wrestling fan, if that makes sense. I think they're trying. Yeah. I think they're trying to answer to that. Before you ask your question, Chaz, I just want to say, Endeavor has been given a golden ticket this year, right? Because you have Endeavor's first WrestleMania. You know, I mean, under the TKO branding. Mm-hmm. I believe two weeks later, you have UFC 300, right? Which casual fans are going to tap into just because it's the quote-unquote third hundred UFC. Later in the summer, you have Money in the Bank taking place. Where's Money in the Bank taking place at this year? Is it Canada? Something like that? No, it's in Toronto. Is it? Yeah, it's Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Toronto? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Backlash has friends. That's a good market. Oh, Backlash has friends. Okay. Good market. And then, if if I'm not mistaken, like, the current rumor going into, like, I think, once again, a couple weeks later, is not only John Jones' return against Stipe Miocic, 
but yeah. the, the return of Conor McGregor, which once again, if you're Endeavor, you can't ask for more in your new form company of having not only the biggest wrestling show of the year, you have the biggest MMA uh, show of the year, you have another big prominent WWE show, but then you also have the return of arguably the greatest MMA fighter and its biggest draw all within the same year. So it's really a chest, you know what I mean, over checkers mentality that Endeavor's got uh, going on. Way and way different, definitely. <clears throat> so, oh, I thought you were gonna ask your question. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Oh, I can't hear you. Yeah, I'm mute. I'm sorry. Um, to speak to to Nick and to Lowe's point, do you? And you know, I I I guess when I was gonna ask this back then, yeah, but the way y'all are talking, the way we kind of see it, do you ever see? WrestleMania and the Super Bowl in the same mm-hmm. space. The only reason I ask is because now you're getting slowly, but you're getting the casual fans tuning in. You're getting. No. You say no. You just you never see it happening. Football is king. No, no, no. And I'm not disagree. I'm I'm not disagreeing on that. I'm not saying better. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I understand. I just don't look at the. The Super Bowl had 123 million people watching. I love wrestling. No argument. That's not happening. I don't know, Nolo. Again, we'll, we'll, we'll visit this. You know, obviously, we'll come back to this next five, ten, you know, wherever we're at I, life. But I have been dreaming in one I don't. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't I've know. been wanting somebody to be on the – win the Super Bowl, and they ask the person what they're doing, and the player says – I'm going to WrestleMania. Like, that's what I want. That's fuck yeah. Disney, though. The 49ers would have won. Shit, Kittle would have did it. <laughs> so, so moving, moving on. Shout it out Bailey and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So moving on, because, you know, I mean, we're, we're about to hit two hours. I know people got mm-hmm. stuff they got to do, so we got to hit it real yeah, quick. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, man. It's been a great conversation. Are you gentlemen familiar with the beef of CMLL and AAA? I know I of am, it. I am now. I didn't know it was like okay. that. So, but let's obviously, I think the partnership between AEW and CMLL has been phena- uh, phenomenal. Uh, you got uh, Hitchisero. Um, having that phenomenal match with uh, Brian Danielson. Uh, Blackpool Combat Club will actually be making their way to Arena Mexico um, as they go against uh, Mystico, uh, Vladimir Jr., Ultimo Guerrero, uh, the legendary Blue Panther, Willow Nightingale will be making her Arena Mexico debut. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, even though she's teaming with the Crimson Chin, yeah, it can't all everything can't be a win. You know, you got to take it for what it is. You got to yeah. take it for what it is. It's the only place you can get booked at. <laughs> hey, duh. hey, bro. It's the only place she can get booked at. It's all good. And, and unfortunately, we're not going to see her up uh, above the uh, the border. And unfortunately, she's a star too, right? But I bring this up because it's been known AW had a previous relationship with AAA which host a lot of stars, Vikingo, Black Torres. Uh, the, obviously, the biggest names coming out is the Lucha Brothers, uh, 
Penta, and Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a rumor that took place earlier this week that CMLL did not was not going to allow any of their talent to appear or any other Mexican talent to appear on AEW programming when CMLL talent was on television, mm-hmm. which has already been proven to be false because Commander has been on the same show as I believe, uh, I think it was Collision or something like that. But this opened up the conversation <laughs> of the cartel wars that is known as Lucha Libre poli- uh, politics. Jesus right? Christ. good good lord yo cue cue narco music right now (laughs) look we laughing nigga there are bodies in this yeah they got it hell yeah Yeah. there's probably so i think uh, breaking bad Bad. shout out to uh to keeks you know all of the keeks one of our homies in the in the space who um who broke down that this shit is real like <laughs> she call, yo, she called that shit Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> so the bringing it up, I just wanted to bring up, like you know, I'm on to ask y'all if y'all were familiar with it, and if y'all were not familiar, obviously, you know, what I mean, wrestling is wrestling. You know, we I mean, watch this shit for entertainment, but apparently in Mexico, that shit is life and blood. You know of what I mean? Of course, like, it. You, <laughs> yeah, that shit is. Um, I think it's one of those cases. I think it's one of those cases. Like you know, I me. Mean? I feel like a lot of people they know Lucha Libre because of its influx in WCW. Obviously, you know what I mean. Like we know the the key people: Rey Mysterio, Psychosis, La Parka. You know what I mean? Like the legends, the the, the games, Hoover, Hoover, Guerrero, right? Mm-hmm. But. You look at Mexican wrestling today, Lucha Libre, and we are talking about a conflict that predates AAA's existence, right? So I, I guess I wanted to bring it to y'all's attention that what do you think of murder in pro wrestling as deep as this beef runs? You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> What a transition. Wait, who said Lex Luger? No, I just I said what a transition. <laughs> I said Lex Luger cool with it. Okay. <laughs> cool with it. Um, <laughs> from a from from a uh, person from a standpoint of just a, a casual fan, right? What do you make of hearing that the lucha libre politics literally drives a divide in maybe like promotional dream matches, you know, promotional um, mega matches. You know what I mean? Like, obviously you could get so much more if CMLL and AAA partnered together. But what do you guys think about the, um, the fact that the, the beef is so real and apparently very violent? Can I start? Please, please. Go for it. So I think you know it's it, you know it's it's nothing new under the sun, right? I feel like war war is one of the oldest uh, ways in which uh, people have uh, resolved conflict, and 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 all the times the conflict doesn't get resolved, right? 
Um, when we think about war, I think that war has taken on different um, contexts throughout the years, right? We now have like corporate wars, right? Sometimes it's like nobody necessarily gets hurt or their blood doesn't get shed, but they might be ousted out of a company. They may be bought out. They may have their shares taken away from them. They no longer have the access to the capital that they once had. Um, you have street and gang wars, which we are very familiar with. Um, that are now making its way into uh, mainstream music. And it's been in mainstream music for quite some time. Um, we got the, you know, we got war in the Middle Ages in which people used to fight with steel, right? We now have a world in which firearms exist. And now, you know, it goes on and on, right? Um, and when we think about the way that the world has become to be, knowing what colonization is and thinking about the, just just where um, the Mexican people have been as as, as a people, right? Um, and, and what they've been through and uh, the colonization that they've been under. Um, you know, in, 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 in any country that's colonized or that was once colonized by Spain, you know, is, is still having a pretty tough time with a lot of things, right? Especially those countries that's in uh, Central America and uh, closer uh, to the, you know, closer uh, around the water in the Atlantic. But to kind of synthesize and circle into... Um, wrestling politics in Mexico and the fact that the cartels, based on how the world explains itself and show us how it is, like they ultimately would be the ones um, that would be not for nothing, for the lack of a better term, of the stewards, right, of, of a particular industry that displays violence, right? I don't think that your local church or your local, uh, you know, would be responsible for, for putting on a, a show such as that. And when we think about folks like the McMahons, that have done boxing in Madison Square Garden. When we and I, you know, I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying anything about McMahon Senior and his alleged ties to Irish, whatever, right? Into whatever blank you want to. Um, but it, it is what, right? Just you know, this is America, right? The Kennedys, their father was a bootlegger, right? And how mm -hmm. he ended up getting his money, right? And thinking about how power is assumed in this country. Um, that's how, you know, that family was able to gain a foot up in the combat industry, right, by running fights, some of them not necessarily sanctioned in Madison Square Garden. And then that's where the wrestling comes in, right? And this wrestling thing comes from a very deep, carny culture, right? And we all know about that. Um, and so when we think about, um, especially one more, Japan, right? Pride mm. fighting used to be ran by the Yakuza. The Yakuza, yeah. Yakuza. Yakuza. And thinking about, like, how much violence and things were displayed on a pride program right um this is this is just the uh effects and the impacts of uh capitalism and like spaces of industry that are not unionized right and when we think about a lot of the stories that come out of america about unionization and organized crime and the mafia movies and you know one recently that really has a you know it's a lot of mob movies out here but one that had a really profound impact on me that recently came out was, was the Irishman like that, you know, cause in that one, it's kind of like local to where I grew up at and some of that. Um, but yeah, man, just how all of these different things connect. Right. And I think that it's very unfortunate that in a, a, a thing that's enjoyed and as a, you know, is, is why it's something that's, that's watched as much as pro wrestling that we have a lot of dark forces that's underneath that it's kind of unsettling. Um, but I think it just lets us know, like, where the world is and like if the world wasn't at this juncture if it wasn't at this iteration what like what we even be seeing pro wrestling in mm. mexico you know i'm mean? like 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 the thing is is like you know like you said like it's bodies that have dropped over this thing right and so it's just like if, if we lived in a world in which bodies didn't drop under capitalism 
would people be potentially entertained by pro wrestling? You know what I mean? Like if they like like if it, if it takes people dying to get pro wrestling on television screens in Mexico, I think we really I think we got to have a different conversation about what we're doing as like a like as like a human race. Yeah, you dig what I'm saying because that's how much you know. And and I'm kind of getting to another conversation here, right? This is kind of going more into. But it's all it's all like, connected. It's all connected, but this is definitely more of a geopolitical conversation rather than the conversation about wrestling. But I think you know we kind of have to get into those to address these issues. But it's it's just very unfortunate. And I think when I think about a lot of forms of entertainment like Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, uh, Snowfall, right, which has a small piece about a Mexican man who's uh, in drug trafficking, who's also a wrestler and who's mm. trying to leave that life. Right. I think that, you know, the, these, these leaflets of information and things are left behind in characters. And even Matt was talking about it earlier, like with the young, like the young rock stuff, it's a lot of legitimate, uh, not, not legitimate. What's the word I'm looking for? Like just on purpose things that are done to give us messages. Right. And I feel like in certain shows like Breaking Bad or uh, Snowfall, they're kind of showing us, like, to y'all point, like, wrestling is, like, blood and life in Mexico. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and since that, the cartels, they really put a lot of fear into just, like, like common folks. But a lot of times, certain iterations of the cartel aren't sometimes seen by the public. And they kind of, you know, they control the parts of the spaces that they control, right? Um, but it's, it's just very interesting, man. It's very interesting stuff. I really don't have, like, a conclusionary statement. But it's very interesting that, like, you know, Tony Khan, right? him coming from not for nothing but like him coming from the people that he comes from you know what i mean like they have access to a lot of capital based on certain things around war you know what i mean and i'm not and i'm not trying to necessarily say anything about tony khan and you know he has something in common with the cartels and they're all a bunch of like murdering sons of bitches like that's not what i'm saying but essentially is that the folks who are running the world and the folks that pretty much are uh in position to put things on television especially these sports that display violence in a certain iteration um yeah they they, they get into they, they've gotten to their money in problematic ways um because because who can afford this stuff like who can afford to go to a pay-per-view provider and say hey we putting on this wrestling show like like who's doing like a a, a, a organization that probably traffics drugs mm-hmm. right and so like mm-hmm. it's and so now you got you know wwe right they help push monster not monster necessarily but you know other things are sold they sell t-shirts um, they help sell energy drinks. They help sell other things like Slim Jims and things like that. So it's legal means of participation in, in in this capitalism, depending on where you are. If you're WWE, you're a publicly traded company under the New York Stock Exchange. Cool. You do what I'm saying? You got partnerships with bukus of companies. Y'all sell Slim Jims. Y'all sell C4. Y'all sell Prime. Y'all sell these championship belts. Y'all sell these T-shirts. It's all legal money, right? But these other guys, like, they pushing P. And this is how we put our product on. So, like, this is just what it is for us right now. And so, it, 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 it you know, so it's, it's, it's a long conversation. But it's just, it's, it's a lot that goes into it with that geopolitical piece and everything that kind of gets away from the wrestling talk for a minute. Yeah, yeah. I, you know. I, I got nothing to combat that. That was excellently said. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. You kind of made that one, brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any business with like a big large sum of money got some dirt behind it. So no question. Oh, bro, bro, we no talking question. we talking about like you know what I mean El Santo, the greatest luchador of all time, almost getting stabbed up, uh a Besmo Negro getting uh found in a ditch during um 
you know what I mean? Like around like 20, 2007. So the beef go, the, 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 the cartel wars does transition into Lucha Libre, but that's another conversation for another day. But before we get out of here, it'd be, um, it'd be foolish of me to not bring this up. Um, this Saturday night, Ashe 2 happens, right? Yes, sir. And Ashe 2, you know what I mean? Cure created by the, uh, the revolutionary Darius Lockhart. Um, me and Nolo were fortunate to be at the first one. And this one is number two, but this one now holds a very significant meaning to BGW. Woo! Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously, the most important thing, Darius Lockhart is making his return to the ring, I believe, in the first time in two years, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, two years. Um an incredible main event between him, Darius Carter, um, two technical masters. The, the masterminds. Yeah, it's going to be a phenomenal match. It's going to be a phenomenal match. Um, with that being said, tomorrow morning, obviously, for those that are actually tapping in with us tonight, tomorrow morning, we will be presenting a video. Yes, sir. That- will be spotlighting the return of Darius Lockhart. The best way I can describe it, and obviously the video was done by our uh, our video genius, Chaz, and everything. An oh, incredible job. Inc- because I know you about to... You can, no, 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 no. Because I appreciate your flowers, but I want to make sure I pump the real lifeblood of what we did, which was the voice of such video, D-Mac Tardy. No, fuck that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> no. Shout out to D-Mac. No. D-Mac's our guy, but that's Shout not what D-Mac. Nah. But no. I, I, can't even, I can't even cap on that one. Y'all boys did y'all thing on that shit. The yes, voice, the, the, the heartbeat, the essence of, of my genius, which is the Beyonce of our group, Nick Scott Littlewood. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thank yes, you. sir. Thank you. So tomorrow morning, we will be releasing a video in partnership with Ashe Wrestling, in partnership with Darius Lockhart. The best way I can describe it is if for those that are familiar with the John Cena DMX promo from WrestleMania 27, Prayer 3, uh, you know what I mean, for those that, that know, that know, but the promo of John Cena that was done over the voiceover of DMX saying a prayer one of the most beautiful packages WWE has ever done. We wanted to do something special because, like I said, Darius Lockhart is somebody that has done great things in the community, has done great things in the wrestling space, but beyond the wrestling space, he has done great things for black people. He's done great things for our black businesses, black schools. And we wanted to show our token of appreciation to do a video for him. So it is a poem that I did entitled Black Boy. Um, that is said over highlights of Darius Lockhart. And that will be dropping tomorrow, 10 a.m. And then this Sunday, I don't. I think the only person I have not told is D-Mac. So D-Mac, this is, you're, you're getting an exclusive. You mean Saturday? Saturday, excuse me. On Saturday, prior to Darius Lockhart making his entrance, I will be performing my poem, Black Boy, to lead Darius Lockhart into the ring for his return match. Yeah. It's so, so close. <laughs> hey, you know what I mean? That's it what is, we love to hear. 
Yeah. So it is going to be a very monumental. I want everybody, please go and purchase Ashe 2. Um, not, I'm not from sure where it's going to be streamed at, but I do know it will be streamed. If I'm not mistaken, it's $20, $15, $20, something like that. But yeah, you know what I mean? Like I will yeah, be man. doing the poem live on stage. You know what I mean? It's a very monumental moment. It is a, a big deal for not only his return, but a big deal for this podcast and this platform. So yeah, you know what I mean? Y'all just got some, uh, some breaking news. Yes. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's yeah. big. That's huge, bro. Oh, man. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Oh, wow. Our boy about oh, to be gosh. part of this show. <laughs> the, was, the show. The was, show. Bro, you are the you. show. Everything no. else is, is is under you. I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm bullshit. But I look. <laughs> <laughs> you. You. You're. So I don't. And I don't want to get too sentimental. But again, we talked offline. This means more than. Into this wrestling, if if and we all know what you've been through, and if you are watching this, you don't, you know, that's that's for him to share when he wants to. But um, it's monumental because this is what you prayed about, and now it's coming back to full circle. And so this moment should not be taken lightly because it it is something from God and it is something from the universe. And this connection didn't happen by accident this connection happened because it was supposed to be this way for you to continue to grow thank you thank you i will say if i yeah i will say like obviously this team everybody that's on the screen has inspired me in so many ways y'all y'all were essential in rebuilding who i was after like my darkest time um I still go back and watch Lorenzo's interview with Darius Lockhart, at least on a weekly basis, because it's one of my all-time favorite interviews. It's absolutely tremendous. I tell everybody to go go watch it. Um, this will actually – absolutely. This will actually be my first poetry performance and since I did the poem at my son's funeral. So obviously this holds a lot of merit in my heart. It holds a lot of merit in my spirit. You know what I mean? Because in a weird way, and for those that watch the video, I would love to get your feedback. But like I said, Black Boy being the the title of the poem, as I was writing it, and I was writing it with Darius Lockhart as an inspiration, it also felt like through spirit, I was talking to my son. So... And I think that's a um, an important thing for me to, to say just because I do have my third book coming out later this um, – on May 27th, Your Love is Necessary, a book that is dedicated to my son. Yes, and um, the poem is just a pure reflection of Black children needing those affirmations, needing those reminders. Mm. You're going to be great. You're going to do – amazing things in this uh this industry for those that know especially about the Darius Lockhart story in general like you're talking about somebody who was once lauded as being blackballed in the industry you know what I mean like I'm sure you know me speaking to the brother you know you get the sense of the humbleness that he has but also like you I guarantee your first time back in the ring in two years like you have a lot heavy on your heart so i hope that i could do him justice and proud 
I hope I can do everybody that's watching. I hope I can do you proud. To you brothers, I hope I can do y'all proud. To oh, yeah. my um, my my love, my partner, Kristen, I hope I can do her proud because she's been a an excellent support Good. system for me. Yeah. And then most importantly, I hope as I'm on stage, I do my son proud. And mm-hmm. he's with me as I perform. So that's all I wanted to say. Thank y'all for letting me have that that time. That's gonna be dope, bro. I can't hey, wait. Man, it's gonna you. be a beautiful Thank time. You, yeah, absolutely. Can't can't wait till Saturday. Can't wait. Yeah. Bro. Go get that yeah. stream, y'all. Let's support Nick. Not yeah. not y'all. Everybody watching. You know what I mean? Let's get that stream popping yeah, for sure. Yeah. Damn. Nick, you know yeah, what? Man. You you know what my real goal is? I want to do so well that Teddy Lawn comes up and gives me a hug because nigga, that would make the. The whole trip worth it. <laughs> oh, y'all gonna talk for sure. Y'all gonna oh, talk. He come gonna on, talk. bring it in, bring it in, player. <laughs> bring it in, player. <laughs> that poem was so good. You better go one on one. What the Undertaker? <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. And obviously, real quick before we go, shout out to Chaz because. Obviously, my words do mean a lot, but it's the vision that Chaz has put together. You know what I mean? Like, Chaz has been an excellent videographer of the team. My man, I tell him all the time, he is a genius when it comes to what he does. And I hope this not only opens the door for this podcast, but it opens the door for him to do more videos for more wrestlers, more promotions, more everything. So. It ain't for free, niggas. Don't be calling me. Let me get it. Nah, fuck that. Pay me what you pay me what I'm worth. Mm -hmm. Know your worth and add tax. The mm. fuck? So before we get out of here, um obviously Lorenzo bro, we 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 love you very much in this podcast space, man. You are a brother to us. Um, oh man. Obviously always a good time. Always a good time when always, like brother. you know what I mean? Like I I, when I bring up that we're having a guest on the pod or you know a co-host on the uh, on the podcast, everybody's like, "Yeah, I'm with it." When I brought it up last week that you was coming on the pod, everybody got amped up. You know what I mean? Like that's <laughs> yeah, man. and it was it was good to hear it too, man. Like yeah, you know I mean, I'm like okay, I, you know, I, that's that's my family, man. I know I'm I'm not welcome, so that you know I really appreciate y'all, man. Yeah, always man. and forever. Appreciate you for sure. My yeah, first time. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm counting down. I'm counting down to April, man. Oh yeah, 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 man. The, the, Everybody making a trip. Everybody. Shit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they sound I'm too going, confident, man. Like, I'm, I'm, listen. Uh, Nick then told me where the pin going drop at. Yeah, I'm I'm coming right. I'm 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 on my way. As soon as y'all hit, I'm on my way. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I've already, like accepted, shit, I've already huh? accepted the fact in Philly that I'm not sleeping that that it doesn't look like I'm not getting any sleep that weekend. Yeah. So it's I can't Definitely. wait though. Yeah, it's a wrap. It's good. It's gonna be a great time. You know it's what I mean? A great time. My fiance is like, yeah, we gotta get everything together. Like, you know, she ready to have, you know, y'all stop through, come get a drink, get this, like, you know, you know, it's 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 that type of thing going on too, just so y'all know. So I, I just can't wait. I just oh, yeah. we like it right now, man. You know, um, red carpet indeed. Oh yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a beautiful, indeed. beautiful time. Uh, but yeah, red man. We, you know, like I said, anytime you want to stop on this podcast, man, this space is yours. You know what I mean? Like we love having you. This has been an amazing conversation. 
Uh, but obviously, same thing as always. Do you have anything, uh, any projects coming up? I know you got a lot of work doing. You're doing on Philly. You're on the streets, getting stuff done. But do you have any projects coming up leading into WrestleMania that you want to plug? Absolutely. So as I said, for sure, my bad, bro. As I said, uh, the locker room lead uh, will definitely be more consistently seen starting in March, going into April. Um, if you don't mind me asking, what, what is that? I don't mean cut you off. What is that? The locker room lead? Yeah. Absolutely. So the locker room lead is pretty much just going to be both a interviewing platform and like reactions and streaming. Okay. Um, so it's basically going to be a way for people to be able to connect with me a little bit more. I will be doing more <laughs> interviews, but there will be in- instances in which I'll be like stream, uh, screen, uh, you know, basically streaming the latest of what's going on, maybe like in the IWC stuff. Probably take a look at a few episodes. It's a lot of different content creators that I've been hitting up trying to like extend olive branches to. Um, letting them know that, I'm, I, that I may be roping their things onto my things, you know what I mean, to kind of make that connection. Because I feel like it's a lot of cats. It's a lot of cats who we talk about, like on Twitter and IWC and this and that to the third. But it's a lot of other cats out here that's black, just like us. Um, that I think kind of need 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 a, a bit more. And, and, and granted, they have their own audience and things like that. But it'd be just it, it would just be good to see certain familiar people talk about those folks. So been doing some reaching out to them. Um, I know I'm not necessarily listed right here, but y'all can follow me on all platforms at Low from the lead that'll be from without a no low from the lead and um i'm also working on another program outside of the wrestling space is going to be called the skews on this show i'm definitely uh happy to be working on with a very uh close and uh tight-knit childhood friend of mine and we graduated high school uh together his name is Kyrie. if y'all ever see me interacting with somebody on the timeline 77 con 77 that is him uh, we'll be basically doing mm-hmm. a show about menswear and sneakers and clothing Ooh, and all of that okay. good stuff. Um, because we feel like it's a lot of, I, and I hope, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm glad y'all, you know, happy to hear that because there's so many podcasts out there that men do about stuff, you know, and, you know, relationships, this, like, you know, all of those things are cool. But I really feel like it's, you know, it's time to put out more stuff that, like, we're actually into that really ain't got too much to do with, like, a woman. And, and, and as much as we love black women, right, and as much as we, you know what I mean, um, I, we don't want to keep putting things out to not necessarily have them interact with us or, like, not see us as, like, human people that are, like, into things and, you know, tr- tr- trying to attempt to look at things positively and um, having an appreciation for beautiful things. I think that um, that's a good thing for some black men to try to put out. So that's what we're trying to put out to the world, just, you know, two guys from Philly um, that kind of definitely has an appreciation for you know, everything that goes on in the street as far as, like, what people up here in Philly wear sometimes can look like a uniform. Uh, but it's, it's more to life than just, like, a Nike sweatsuit, right? Um, so we're just trying to, like, put that uh, motion out there in the world. That'll be called Diskews. Um, and definitely follow me everywhere at Low From The Lead, and um, it's definitely going to be a lot more to get into uh, for March and April, y'all. So I definitely appreciate it, bro. And I definitely appreciate you referring to the Darius uh, interview because that was one of the greatest times I ever had speaking with a pro wrestler. Um, and so definitely please catch that uh interview at any time any of y'all want to. It's up on the locker room leads um YouTube channel right now. Um and so I'm pretty sure um, you know, on the twenty-fourth, um, I'll definitely be tuning into um Ashe Wrestling. I will be getting a stream. I hope that everybody watching will be getting a stream also. Um and so that's 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 definitely what I'm looking forward to. Um please be sure to look out for an iron claw review as well. I'll be reviewing mm. the iron claw. Yeah on the locker room lead um, started. I think it already started uh, streaming on platforms, but going into the season, I'll be doing a review on, on the Iron Claw film about 
Devon Eric family. So appreciate you, bro. Badass appreciate movie. all y'all. Sad. Absolutely. Sad. Great Sad. movie. Absolutely. You know. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. goes. She yeah. goes left. I still haven't watched because I, I don't know if I'm ready for that. So I still need yeah. to watch it. Yeah. Oh, lady, she. Yeah. Man, the document. Lady, the the documentary alone was tough to. I mean, the Dark Side of Ring shit was tough to get through. So yeah. I can only imagine. Oh yeah. And, and Dark Side about to come out again too, ain't it? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, March, um, March, sometime in March. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, okay, the yeah, first yeah, episode man. is uh, Kurt Angle. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, boy. We might so yeah, it's they gonna cook. So I mean, you know, I might be, I might be doing some reviews of the dark sides too, man. So you know, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get out as much as possible, comment on this other wrestling content that's out here. Um, so yeah, definitely look out for that Iron Claw and look out for the, you know, the first couple episodes of the, of the, of the uh, dark side. When they drop, look for those reviews as well. So, add low from the league, y'all. Your Appreciate work it. got me excited, brother. I'm excited to see you continue to flourish, my man. Because another thing. Appreciate you, bro. And you've been an inspiration to me, too, man. I, I love your work. You know what I mean? You already know. Lot, you man. linked up with Thank these you, brothers. You know, you, you family to me. So you That know, means a lot, absolutely. man. Same here. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what was I about to say? Um. Oh, yeah. Just a couple updates. I don't know if we will be doing a podcast next week because Nola will be driving back from um from uh our time in in Charlotte. So something we mm-hmm. might touch base on. You know what I mean? Obviously, if everybody's feeling tired, then we might do something later in the week. Um, we do. We'll have at some point our revolutionary prediction or revolution predictions. Chaz, you're not off the hook because you do have a couple title defenses this week. With yeah, the yeah, Chamber and TNA and Ashe. Both so you got- of them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All three. Well, it was <laughs> it was fun while it lasted, man. <laughs> That's why did you know you about to lose, nigga? Yeah, uh, I'm a, I'm a confident nigga, but you know you got to be realistic with yourself. So yeah. I do what I can. You are literally you were literally the Miz before he lost to Bobby Lashley. Hey, look, hey, look, Nick, I'm gonna punch you right in your eye if you keep talking this. Bridge, because you still have, let me guess, you still haven't gotten your title yet, have you? Nope. And don't say shit to me then. Hey, listen, you can find me on uh, Instagram, sir. (laughs) (laughs) And oh, before we do the plugs, obviously, (laughs) March 10th, we'll be doing um, a podcast with the Ringside Club, you know what I mean? The brothers over there. Uh, oh, yeah, Ayo, that's Ronda, yeah, Ronda Don, Chad Law, Boogie, you know what I mean? Survivor Series, you know what I mean? Yeah, some type type shit. But uh, you can find me at Poetic Scotland on X. You can find me at Scotland underscore Underwood on Instagram. You can find me at Relay the Leaf on Twitter and Instagram. Follow the two pop pages at BGW Pod on Twitter and Instagram. <sighs> Matt. Yeah, you can find me Saturday. Watch my dog going crazy on you know what I'm saying, doing his poetry, you know. What I mean? But you also find me on Instagram and Twitter at DMAC Tardy. That's at D-M-A-C-T-A-R-D-Y. Oh, you gonna say it? All right, fine. You can <laughs> you, you can find me on IG, uh Chaz OB and then Twitter, my man's up. Former champion. All yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Former <laughs> champion. But um, obviously, Lorenzo, we love you, bro. We appreciate you tapping bro. in with us, man. You know what I mean? You already know I had to, man. Appreciate the invitation. Always. 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 Magic so, number. Always oh. the magic number. 
like I said, the three faces of low leave, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean absolutely. absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so on this road to WrestleMania to road to 156, we are out. Peace out to my to my world. <laughs> and